It's the Bob and Tom Show. It's the most frightening thing you've ever experienced. I've got to get out! It's blood-curdling. I can't take it! It's dreadful. (laughs) No! It's the haunted economy. (laughs) This is no run-of-the-mill haunted house. This is the haunted house of representatives. Hi, I'm Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) See a bear named Stern. A lynch named Meryl. (laughs) And watch out. Don't get crushed by the cascading golden parachutes. (laughs) (laughs) And no haunted experience would be complete without an appearance from Freddy. Krueger? No. Mac. (laughs) The haunted economy. No one will be seated during the attempted sale of the unwanted mortgage-backed securities. (laughs) The haunted economy. Admission is only $700 billion. The haunted economy. Get a 99% off coupon at participating Lehman Brothers locations. Get your skinny little assets in here. Now. Hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning. How about you? Yeah, babies. It's the... Baby! He loves to say, he loves a baby! Well, because coming up, of course, it's a special edition of Sexy Time, baby. Yeah. You okay? It's the Bob and Tom Show. Hello, Jessica Alsman. She's in for Christy Lee. There's Pat Godwin. Hello, I'm in for me. (laughs) And that's a rarity. You're your own stand-in. I did nothing. I know, I know. There's Josh Arnold. Hey, Chick. Hey, there's Ace Cosby. Manning the track phone hotline hot phone. There's Willie Griswold. Baby. The understudy for Pat Godwin. Baby. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom. I've got an unusual story out there today um, about people waking up and how they feel the minute they wake up. Um, Interesting. uh, Yeah, kind of a scientific thing. Um, I'm not worth a darn until I get in my shower. You know what I had this morning, Chick? I had that. I wake up and I think I've got two hours to sleep. Oh yeah. And I look at the alarm and it's five minutes before I'm right. supposed to wake up, so I just wake up anyways. Yeah, I hate that. Hate yeah. it. Nothing's better though when you wake up and you think you've got to get up and you look and you've got three hours oh. left. Oh, oh, that's beautiful. That does seem anything less than two and a half, three hours. I can't go back to sleep. I just get up. Really? Two yeah. hours? Oh, come two on. hours. Oh, I can, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Wow. Then you then you then you waddle to the bathroom and you have to do that thing. You need a trapeze to get things fine. Oh, sorry, Josh, not you. Okay, uh, you looked right at Josh when you said waddle to the bathroom. <laughs> well, 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 he's getting oh, his I papers did. ready. The man's just straightening I, I, his papers. Uh, here's this is a, a recent study. One in six adults report feeling stressed out the moment they wake up. <laughs> yeah, boy, that's brutal. Yeah, that's a little rough. That's what this show's for. 
We're going to de-stress you. To, to remind you you're feeling stressed out? Yeah, sorry about <laughs> opening with a thing about the economy. <laughs> do you ever do the afternoon nap and you forget what year it is and you wake up and the <laughs> no. sun is like half up and you think you're late for work? <laughs> oh, God! Oh, yeah. oh, That'll fun. scare the hell out of you. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all done that. Uh, do, you, do you know the longest you've ever slept? You have, I, I know very specifically. Well, what was it for you? I had returned from a very lengthy airplane flight. Here we go. Uh, from mm. Milan, uh, transporting Milan. your sister's uh, cats, cats. You from Venice. Uh, or, small uh, shots. If you, if you want the details. I would, yes. I, was I just purchased from Milan. I was in Paris. I was interviewing, interviewing the great photographer Henri Cartier-Bresson. Here we go. <laughs> Henri. Just say Henry, you jerk. It's, oh, wait a minute. We have uh, further comments from Henri. There he is. Very <laughs> Archie Fartsy. Yeah, thank you. I thank you, stopped, Henri. I'd stopped at New York City. Artsy Fartsy. Sleeping wasn't in the program. Anyway. Yeah, but I woke up at uh, at five in the afternoon and I thought it was five in the morning and it would just I would have been asleep for like twenty hours. Or nice. Something. Here's, here's that something. was the greatest sleep of all time. Um How about you, Chick? I don't I, I used to be able to well, well, this during, is when I was 20. During years. a legal entanglement, I'd go home about, I don't know, 11 Eastern and sleep till 2, and then wake up for a couple hours and go back to bed at like 6. Uh, yeah. Unaided by pharmaceuticals? Unaided by pharmaceuticals. Just wow. uh, that's, that's clinical depression. Just uh, a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of, a lot a lot of static. A lot of noise anyway, in the head. Uh, now I can't, uh, I can't sleep longer than like 20 minutes. I automatically wake up. You need to go see a doctor. Which most times is a dog pushing her nose against my hand or something but yeah, yeah okay um i've got a new puppy as you know and i know you do too yes uh, my puppy's only eight weeks old and she sleeps 20 hours a day yeah that, that's supposed to be that's normal I but guess. you'll be carrying her around you know she'll be and she's got those ultra sharp spiky teeth and stuff nice and fresh and uh, but she'll be jumping around running around and you pick her up and all of a sudden you realize she just falls asleep <laughs> i wish i could sleep like that in any event here's this the study um, uh, 30% of people when they wake up feel like they don't want to get out of bed. Hmm. That number seems low to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, 66% of people say they're so tired in the morning they sleep straight through their alarm clock at least twice a week. Hmm. Wow. Sleep through it. I, I, I can't. No I saw a friend of mine, like I, uh, I set an alarm for like, I don't know, 4.30 or whatever the heck it is. And it's just one alarm. Uh, a buddy of mine has like 10 alarms. That's me. Like, it's like, like 4.30, 4.35, 5 o'clock. It. It's just nuts. I had a roommate that did that. I wanted to murder him. <laughs> Have you ever had the, the girlfriend, the partner who sleeps in bed with you, and they snooze the alarm while you're in there with them, and they have to wake up for work at 3 a.m., mm. and it's 3 a.m., 3.05, 3.10, 3.11, 3.00. to space them out, though, like 3, 3.03, 306. You so you do room. that every four minutes, three Oh, minutes. so you're one of these crazy people that I does am, that. Huh. Because I will... Not even knowingly, just turn it off if I don't set a gazillion. Do you have a traditional old-fashioned alarm clock that you can keep across the room? It's in the other room. Or are they all in But I don't use it. I think uh, part of the problem we have now is that everyone's using an iPhone or a cell phone or a smartphone. Mm -hmm. And it's right there in bed with them. So then when they do wake up, well, I guess I'll check and see what's going on with the Associated Press. And the next thing you know, you're reading, and that's that's not good. Don't do that. Uh, who, man, I, no. Yeah. Checking your phone right as you wake up. Yeah. The absolute last I know thing, most people do it, but. Don't check your 401k. <laughs> Again, I apologized once already for opening up with the oh. bit about the haunted economy. Good morning. We're trying to get people oh. to feel good when they wake why, up. Why are you sobbing? What's going on? <laughs> oh, look, the statistics just changed now. What? 
One in five adults report feeling stressed <laughs> the moment the moment they wake up. But you have your things that help you out. You got a show you turn on. You got the coffee that helps you out. See, that's the thing. I don't have a show I can turn on that I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you listen to smooth jazz. I know that's what I do during sports. Yeah, there's nobody around here. Nobody's, oh, hey, that's a good show. No. <laughs> I went to the doctor. He said, listen to the great Chick McGee. And I said, but doctor, I am the great <laughs> Chick McGee. Great- I got that. I had a guy doing my deck. And uh, I said, hi. Wait, you need to uh, clarify. You're, uh, he's redoing my deck. He the comes deck over. outside yeah, your it's house. It's a contractor. Okay. Yes. He's, uh, deck came out a little. white male in his 30s. Is that enough <laughs> setup for you? <laughs> no, deck was the problem. You thought I said dick? <laughs> no, he didn't. He's just making a gag. <laughs> it's kind of a fun angle. What, what do they See, do? that's a sick Yeah, I had that done. That. <laughs> I had the reduction surgery You're done. You're thinking that. For, fortunately, I was able to donate. There's an organization that's kind of like <laughs> locks for love. Oh, yeah? But it's a slightly different spelling. So yeah, does it anyway, rhyme? <laughs> I said, hi, my name's Chick, like chicken. And he goes, oh, I don't know of any uh, chicks other than the radio guy. <laughs> and I said, uh, I, I am the radio guy. And he goes, no, you're not. <laughs> and then you know what I gave him? You know what? Well, if I ain't, I'm wearing his underwear. Oh, <laughs> you are the radio guy. Okay. So right then with that wacky retort, he knew. Now, uh, back in the day, Pat, you would, uh, to wake up, just that morning uh, mimosa. I would wake up to empty wine bottles and self-help books. (laughs) That's called a push. (laughs) (laughs) When Pat used to wake up, it sounded like the uh, the, uh, homemade wind chimes. (laughs) 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 Bottles rattling. Bottles clang, 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 clang. Oh, sounds like a storm. (laughs) Sure hope that puddle isn't my piss. (laughs) Uh, See? (laughs) See, I'm having fun. And all of a sudden, he crapped his pants. Is, is, is the term wake and bake still a thing? Where Oh, yeah, 100%. I forget who it was. Yeah, the actor Tony Hale, who played Buster in Arrested Development, he doesn't smoke pot, but he, he went to a bakery, and they had wake and bake shirts, and he was wearing it to yoga and wearing it to pick the kids up from school. And <laughs> another parent goes, wake and bake. Oh, I, I love muffins. And he goes, no, man, that's a weed thing. You can't do the wake and bake. Oh, boy. It's fun. I don't do it anymore. Man, I wish. That'd be a terrible show. I come in here high. I get scared. I get sweaty. I have no fun at all. Yeah. What's the earliest you've been? Uh, what's the earliest you've been drunk in your uh, in your history? <laughs> oh, would have to be doing the show. We've done a, we've done a couple shows. Being for, drunk on the show, we've done a couple yeah. t- couple times. But yeah, as a general rule, that's not my thing. <laughs> so seven a.m. on a Saturday doesn't count. Uh, it counts. Sure. It counts. Oh yeah. And you know, I don't know what CVS bug got up their butt, but they don't sell liquor until seven a.m. Do you know that? I don't. I think really that's an that. infringement of my constitutional <laughs> right. I'll drive to Ohio. You're all You know this. Oh, I, I know it. <laughs> Maybe move to Vegas. So what do you have to do? You have to shoplift. That's exactly. Okay. Right. <laughs> that's right. They force me to shoplift. You get yourself a nice hoodie. And yes. Yeah, right, right. Yes. <laughs> my CVS story is much more boring. Really? I, they have the self checkout now, which I love. Yeah, I'm doing the self checkout. All of a sudden, the thing rings and it calls over the uh, lady to help out. Were you happy you had someone to bother? Um, no, I wanted to get on. It was I purchased a power bar, uh, and uh, it turned out it was expired, and the machine knew that it wouldn't sell it to me. So oh, yeah. bravo right. to them. Yeah. CVS is the last place I would use a self checkout. That's where all the sick people go to get things for, to help them when they're oh, sick. Oh, trust me. I did the complete manual hand douche <laughs> the minute I got back. And I keep I keep the squirter in my car. Josh. That is such a good point, Josh. I You're absolutely right, Josh. Look who you're talking to, Josh. Look what I have right by my well, okay, sure, here side. The, yeah. have, what is this, a 
two-gallon jug. Right. Just talking about it makes me want to sanitize. <laughs> but uh, we have a lot of things coming up in sports. Do you want to give me a quick teaser? Uh, Manny Machado, homered. Padres beat the uh, Dodgers last night. That one's even at a game apiece. Hmm. And Atlanta shuts down the Phillies just one night after the Phillies' bats went wild. Uh, Atlanta wins 3 nothing last night. That one's tied. At a game of peace, but Los Angeles, uh, the Dodgers, not without controversy. There was a goose on the loose last night in uh, Chavez Ravine. A beautiful, uh, the Audubon Society checked in. Oh. Mm. And it, they tweeted that it was a greater white-fronted goose. Sure. What a not, treat. Not exactly. <laughs> Interestingly enough, we have a very odd connection today. This is not a stretch at all between live birds and Major League Baseball. Hmm. And yeah, the was NFL. A, there was a goose in the uh, Well, there's, the a, there, there's a famous story about a bird in Major League Baseball that actually has a tie-in today. Oh, yeah, this is fascinating. With the NFL. It's a yeah. really weird connection, but it's completely legit. Uh, speaking of legit, we talk about um, keeping our heads together on this show. There are a lot of people who enjoy getting up and listening to it, and thank you very much. Uh, but uh, part of it is just um, feeling good about yourself, feeling good about life. It's going to be a great day. As the guy in my camp used to say, they'd ring the bell and go, it's a million-dollar morning. It may not be a million bucks, but it's going to be a good day. Shut today. up! Go back to bed! <laughs> Again, uh, you're not helping. And when, we're coming back yes. because you caused this yesterday. You did yesterday. You did the previous days, today in history. Uh-huh. So you had to do yesterday. yesterday. So it ran over at the end of the show yesterday. Again. Consequently, uh, we have to do things we learned today when we come back from yesterday. Uh-huh. Okay, good. Okay, you I got like that, that idea. Okay. It's very, very, very good. Thank you very much. All right. uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee on vacation. That's Jessica Alsman at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. He's the man in black today. All right. He's got the black tea, uh, black uh, button up Oxford cloth, I'm guessing. <laughs> oh, very fine fabric. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but natural fabrics. There's Josh Arnold <laughs> in a flannel. There's Zace Cosby. Remember that idea I have for a new feature? What are you wearing? No, it's called Yes, We Know This Is Radio, where you go off on oh, some yeah. totally visual tangent. That, Who are you wearing? Uh, well, check, check Ace out. We're on YouTube, baby. There, there, thank you, Ace. Yeah, Ace. Tom, do you not remember the intros you used to do? Well, let's go by hair color. <laughs> <laughs> let's go by oh, eyes. I'm not being critical. Oh, I'm just saying we should have, we should acknowledge I, it with a with a <laughs> proper introduction. And now, yes, we know it's radio, however. Ace is uh, <laughs> rocking the uh, Henley, a couple of buttons undone that say, uh, that says, ladies, come on in. Yeah. Oh. Are you available? Walk-ins welcome. Are you available? You on the market? Single. Ah, single. Ready to uh, ace. Ace once again a single man. Mm -hmm. Ladies, and by the way, I understand there's a coupon. Oh. Oh. I bet you are one of those guys for Valentine's Day. You give her coupons for a never hug or a back massage. Never or... done it. Never used a coupon on a date. Mm, okay. Yeah, no that, that, yeah, is, that. is that a bad idea? It's a horrible yeah. idea. It's just like a giant piece of paper you have to like pull out. Like, hold on, I've got to. <laughs> oh, I group on. I group on dates before. Are you kidding? Oh, dude, I and mean, you just admit it. Like, hey man, I found a Groupon. It's awesome. We we both get dinner for it's we're, it's going to be killer. Well, it, was up, always, it was always fun. Saying it up front is I, I think classy. Yeah, they didn't care. But where at? Like a Red Lobster or somewhere like super nice. Red Lobster is super. Huh? Nice. Well, I know it's a birthday uh, destination. Well, like a, a giant steak dinner. 
Yeah. It was a nicer. Well, it was uh, a, welcome, sir, welcome to Sardis. Uh, Sardis is real nice. <laughs> I see you have the group on. I, uh, I know I used one last night myself at twenty-one. <laughs> well, you know, Josh is uh, Josh is far too Sardis. modest, but uh, he is on. Uh, you're on a, a preferred list at Red Lobster, I believe. That's right, and I get the uh, the, the newsletter, the fresh catch, uh, <laughs> sent straight to my email. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, I uh, I winter in uh, Cheddar Bay. Of course. Yeah, of course. He has property on Cheddar yeah, Bay. That's it's beautiful. I opened up the well, house back last weekend. Yeah. That's Willie Griswold. Hi, Willie. Hey, man. I'm Chick. Here's Tom. So, uh, Willie, today, when uh, Chick walks in, and uh, Chick local listings, it's kind of fall-like. Uh, climate-wise, where we are sitting right now, Chick walks in and <laughs> it's fall. It's fall. It's, it's fall, fall everywhere. I'm not sure on the seasons. Can you walk me through that? It's not necessarily fall-like in Key West. If you see what I'm saying, <laughs> the point is, um, Chick walked in and what did you say to him exactly? I said, Chick McGee, you are built for fall. He's got the three-quarter zip on. He's got the... Uh, got the heavier sweater. I got yeah. the... Uh, the suede. Uh, the, the jacket. The uh, Yeah, I was layered up this morning, and I did a model pose for him, and I thought Willie was going to cry. He was laughing so hard. Well. Uh, the, the fashion model thing where suddenly he's looking around, then he looks at his watch. Yeah. Oh, very good. He was, yeah. he was unbuttoning his shirt That's like right. an old boat captain. That's like, right. Aw. I've been at sea hmm. for quite a while. Haven't had any poons for a long time. <laughs> but uh, some of the catalogs. Those well, manatee of, are mighty forgiven, though. A lot of TV commercials now. They're um, uh, showing uh, people from all walks of life, mm-hmm. all uh, sizes. Um, I've noticed a distinct lack of white people in commercials these days. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> straight white males seem to be in less commercials than they used to be. I think we're uh, we're still doing pretty good, though. Go Things well. are still pretty good on our side of the street. There's not too much to complain about over here. We're doing. I right. want more straight white males in commercials. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. I mean, back in the day, straight white males were doing tampon commercials. We're not going to let women do anything in this world. Is it a time you let your wife have a period? <laughs> <laughs> More white people. Remember that uh, in Mad Men, the story that's about the advertising in the '60s. They, the, one of the wives went to a therapist, and the therapist wouldn't talk to her. That's right. He, he would did. only talk to the husband. Uh, husband and the, the wife's diagnosis and all that. So the husband would tell her all about. It. It was nuts. Yeah, that's all real. Yeah. But my point is that um, there is there's a diversity, uh, not only of various ethnicities, however you want to call it, but also of uh, sizes and shapes and sure. a- and age. And I can attest to this. My sister is a, a, a well-known fashion model in Europe, and uh, she's been on the cover of a magazine in the last couple of years. And uh, she's what you would call an old lady. But it's not you know it's not just nubile youth in the new issue of almost legal or whatever the hell that what's well that they certainly uh, <laughs> almost legal was was shut down oh, yeah sorry. <laughs> 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 almost <laughs> legal is illegal <laughs> yeah, right that's, that's right. the fun right. thing about the murder law. is almost no, no. legal <laughs> so what is it called it's called oh, barely, finally legal barely yeah that's barely, that's, barely, that's a nudie barely. magazine apparently no but i'm just saying there's a diversity so what we're trying to say chick is with your look and let's and let's face it, you're one of these guys who's gotten more handsome as he's aged. Well, I I don't know about that, but thank you. Wouldn't you say that's true, Halsey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chick, Chick has that great. distinguished thank gray beard. That's the right. fine wine, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, and uh, I get Sean Connery a lot. I get a uh, a heavy George Clooney a lot. 
very, very heavy. As but Tosh see, said, it looks like Clooney's been stung by every bee that ever existed. <laughs> funny, cool. Daniel. Well, Real yeah. funny, bud. But I, my point being that you could uh, you could be modeling those nice clothes you're wearing. I, I would you could be that. a shoe model. Hell, you've got more shoes than... There's nothing good looking about my sho- my feet. No, but you're wearing shoes. No one cares what your feet look like. Uh, I bet there's somebody out there who's interested. Sure, in yeah. Anyway, with this diversity, they don't have... Uh, they don't certainly don't have overweight people in your in your world, right? That that no, I'm saying that's my horrible. whole point. Whatever your size, height, height, you know weight, what though? People of all stripes. Advertisers that you know what they can't get past is having a fat person in a fast food uh, commercial. They mm-hmm. they still they, can't do it. Well, they're they don't. You're right because they don't want to. It, yeah, if you eat our food, you're, you nobody fat eats our food. Yeah, well, that's how reason, you get fat. It's the same reason you don't see a commercial for Budweiser with flashing police lights. <laughs> I'm just and saying. A, and a chalk outline of a I mean, guy whose head's been lopped that's off a going through a windshield. That's a little While drunk. No, I get, Josh, your point is it's always like cool teens wearing light jackets and they're breakdancing in the parking lot while they're eating McDonald's. It yeah, make yeah. Well, they yeah. want to make it appealing. It's all right. Well, uh, have you ever right, had McDonald's French fries? You know how delicious they are. Yes, of course. <laughs> They're just not going to have Happy Humphrey eating them and putting extra salt Happy on them. Humphrey. My cardiologist. I'm just says saying they, my heart will explode. They're advertising to five percent of their demographic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anybody? Is there anybody up making McDonald's French fries right now? Oh, I hope so. Mm, that I would be amazing. Mm. Do they even make them this early? Good. Do, good morning. Can you imagine McDonald's French fries and on some eggs? Oh, that'd be very tasty right now. Um, you said well, that sexy. You're make oh love yeah, that would be very good. Very good. Uh, now. Okay, Coming up on today's show, we have uh, Space Tourism is back. Update on the magic mushroom guy in the airplane. And, and we have an update on things we learned. Oh, do you want uh, to do that right now? But we didn't, we didn't get a chance to do it yesterday. So time now for what we learned yesterday on the Bob and Tom oh, okay. Show. okay. Uh, we opened the show with uh, history. Tom went over, of course, uh, with today in history. He felt like... He felt uh, strongly that there was some things we had to catch up on. So that's how we got behind. So the so, whole show was behind. But we opened yesterday's show with yesterday in history. Right. So that technically would have been uh, Tuesday in history. Angela Lansbury passed away yesterday at 96. Uh, still no one uh, being questioned. I guess technically two days ago now. Two days, right? yes. Yeah. Uh, the new, uh, her series, and the Queen. The, the new series, uh, Obituary, they wrote. Oh. <laughs> Ace Cosby did finally get around to watching the Raiders loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. Tough loss. Tough, tough loss. Uh, Donnie Baker has a, a cricket in the house. He's using Cheese Whiz as bait. I don't know if you remember, remember that part. <laughs> Uh, Pat Godwin sang a song about Josh and what he eats. Uh, Cheetos. Cheeto, keto. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was about keto. It was keto, about keto diet. Keto. Oh, was it Cheetos or Cheetos? Che- well, Cheetos was in there. Cheetos was in there. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do it again? I love that song. I could do it again in a little bit once I get it up. Not get what up? up. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, well, we all like Josh. Well, too, but I don't have to be erect. No, it says Matt Josh is comedy. Sing about me. Uh, now, uh, Josh, you have a big uh, event coming up. And now that I, while you, while I stall, uh, Pat, I got it. Uh, no, first of all, this weekend, Saturday only, the Ho Chunk Casino in the Wisconsin Dells. What a great reason to go! They call got, it the Chunk. You've got uh, your Willie G, your Patty G. And you're Josh E. Doing some great live stand-up comedy. That's Saturday night, Ho-Chunk Casino. How do you find out more about that, Josh? You can go to uh, thatjoshrunnell.com. There's a link, ticket link there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can also Google Ho-Chunk Casino. Mm-hmm. Our names will help. 
and uh, <laughs> I don't know what you were asking me. Two more, two more items from uh, things we learned yesterday. We have to get to first of all. Number one, Josh used to practice throwing popcorn into the air and catching it with his mouth using a marble. So funny. Hey, here's a spoiler alert. He swallowed the marble. Yeah. And did we ever hear from uh, anyone? of scientific background is saying if that marble's still in there no i haven't seen uh, any what are marbles made of are they made of plastic or glass glass so because it's so round your body probably shot it out Pro- what do you mean you're, i mean yeah I, it may have it made its way through that it did it pass through the various, but not that i noticed you, you mean his you body so round or the marble the marble is so oh. round i'm assuming that it, it didn't have any trouble passing through the various intestines etc cetera, etc cetera. And uh, but you didn't sit there listening for a kerplunk in the course of the next few days. I never noticed once it was either padded by fecal material or, or it's still in still there. in there. Ding, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. And finally, one the one thing I want take this home with you today. Tom uh, gets Lofty Monthly. It's a publication, <laughs> but he uh, really enjoys his favorite magazine is uh, Pretentious Weekly. He gets that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm getting the daily email. You get a daily email from yeah, me. All right. Yeah. We also learned that a guy in Florida. I love this story. This guy's name is uh, Paul James Sinclair, 56 years of age. As my mom would have said, old enough to know better. Mm-hmm. Allegedly walked into a Chase bank in Seminole, approached the teller, quote, with his hand under his shirt, making the shape of a gun with his finger. He demanded the teller hand over the cash. The teller handed him $120. <laughs> he fled the scene. He was later arrested. The old finger gun. Yeah. Actually, that you've got to be joking. Especially only for 120 bucks, but he was arrested, and of course, um, his fingerprints were all over the weapon. Oh He's, boy, uh, yeah, that's okay. I, Pat, you ready? In yeah. there? Okay, do you want to give the background on this, please? Yeah, this is a song about Josh's diet. He's looking a lot better. There. Josh doing great, looking yeah. slim and trim. Yeah, there's a time he had some issues. If you get any thinner, that whole shtick you do about half fat's going to be gone. That's why I'm recording it in two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> You're looking good. Well, so that may hang on a second. That means yeah. you need to beef up. You gotta, you gotta do some training. <laughs> the road to three hundred starts today, my friend. There's the thing. How much weight do you think you could gain in a month? The oh, just, dude! I tried. I just like the title of the album, if "The Road tried. to 300. <laughs> no, yeah. We're on the road to three hundred. Like, to a quarter. Ton. You're going to be like Al Roker. <laughs> I liked him better when he was fat. Oh, I've no doubt that'll. Uh, well, look, who knows what's going to happen with okay. my body, but but uh, you're. You're looking great. By the this way. is yeah, Pat. I go. <laughs> can't stand. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand. Josh and Mister's lunch that day, so we had a snack. He ate a cinnamon twist and a bowl of cheesy mac. <laughs> had a Hershey bar and a Malamar. He could not stop. Drank down two cokes and grabbed a bowl of Jiffy Pop. Started feeling bad and he knew he had to lose some weight. He said, no more carbs ought to do it. No more sugar stick to it. I got a light in my load. Keto. He's for the veggies, he's for the meat. Josh, you're gonna watch. Whoa, he eats no more Cheetos. Whoa, 
No more pizza or french fries. No more donuts or cream pies. Well, maybe one for the road. <laughs> and back to keto with yeah, that man. big old jug of water. I do a similar, sincerest apologies to, uh, to, Me? Boz, to Boz Skaggs. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. It's a motivational song. I think a lot of people probably trying to lose weight. They just put their name in it, and they're like, nope, I'm going yeah, to start singing Now, um, uh, Chick McGee's too modest to mention this, Willie, but um, his uh, Boz Skaggs impression is uh, second to none. Leader! No, wow. there's a, the thing is, there's a very fine line between Dudley Do-Right <laughs> and, and Chick's version of Boz Skaggs singing, singing the Lido Shuffle. That's, from pretty, one uh, of the, that's one of the great albums. Silk, of the 70s, uh, Silk yeah. Degrees. The whole thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll have, to, I'll yeah. have to give it a Lowdown's on there oh, when, it, when it's over. Everything on that album Arbor is Lights. terrific. I don't know where. I mean, his earlier stuff was very bluesy. He was in the Steve Miller band. He's great. Is that him singing uh, Somebody Get Me a Cheeseburger? Is that. Uh, I don't does think he sing so. that song? I thought that was Steve. Is it Steve Miller? Okay. I know it's a Steve Miller band. I can't band imagine song. Any, him letting anybody else sing in the well, Steve Miller band. When you've got Boz in the band. I'm just telling How long was Boz in that band? The first few albums. Those, wow, those I, early Steve Miller albums before all the gigantic hits are terrific. Yeah, there's that song, Living in the USA, where at the end he goes, service. somebody get me a cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to Google that and see if that's Mr. Skaggs. Yeah, I'll listen to that uh, album. This it was Silk Stockings? Is that what it's called? Silk, Silk uh, Degrees. Ah, Silk Degrees. Yeah. I'm not sure what Silk Degrees means. I assume it's some... Is that like a thing a Taylor would talk about? But it's a great record. Uh, and I I submit that Breakdown, Dead Ahead with uh, Boss Gags, uh, that's not on Silk Degrees, though. It's one of the great driving songs of all time. Very what good. about Bob Seger's Breakdown, Take Down, Shake Down, Everybody? That was more of a cartoon. <laughs> we did that in show choir. Oh, <laughs> oh please down, do it with jazz hands. Down, oh. Take Down. I hate it. Do you remember the gesticulation that went <laughs> I with don't it? remember the dance moves for that one. Wait, that do you Bob hate Seger? it? Because you were singing it, you loved it. You're having so much fun. I like fun. that song. I think it's fun. But okay. uh, I hated that we did it in show choir. <laughs> like 17-year-old punk Josh that <laughs> wants to do a Slipknot cover in show choir? That's right. He's obeying the rules, but not all of them. <laughs> I'm on this weird this weird kick of listening to... Um, uh, male uh, bands with lots of vocalists like The Association. Oh, yeah. And we were joking yesterday about On the purpose? Song. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And I like that the outfit that does all the Christmas stuff. Let me tell you something. Man, I, I'm steamrolling. No, 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 like, no the uh, vocals. Um, uh, ch- straight No Chaser. Oh, I went to see I that like, show last I year. like seeing you sing association songs. Well, yesterday we played Goodbye Columbus. That is really <laughs> something. If we and, can ever have a live show where you can do that, a couple minutes of that for the crowd, they'll go nuts. <laughs> Wait, are you driving around alone in your car listening to acapella music? Not necessarily a cappella, but just like those, yes. like Three Dog Night and. Um, <laughs> you uh, said you listened to the Circle. No, I love Straight No. There's a time and a place for Straight No Chaser, but you are that's an insane thing to do. Oh, they're great. And then, then I got a letter here about about the association, ladies and gentlemen, because I like to play the song "Enter the Young" <laughs> and dedicate it to Mr. Epstein. <laughs> no, dedicate it to uh, the. Uh, the barely legal people over there. I thought it was called not legal. What's the, what is it called? Barely legal. It's barely, barely legal, legal magazine. Right, right. Is that magazine still in publication? I think I don't is. know. I can't imagine it going out of business. It was a big brand, wasn't it? Yeah. Can you imagine sitting around a table with these guys going, what are we going to call the magazine? <laughs> <laughs> Almost legal. No, Frank. No. no. <laughs> remember, uh, remember in Defending Your Life, Albert Brooks is sitting at the food counter and and they, he sits next to another guy, and he goes, hey, how you doing? What are you in for? He goes, uh, 
uh, oh, no, he goes, uh, what'd you do in the real world? Because they're in purgatory. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, you know those strip clubs out by the airport? <laughs> yeah, and Albert goes, yeah. He goes, I came up with the term all. <laughs> and he goes, what are you talking about? You know, it used to be nude dancers. And I thought, all nude dancers. <laughs> that really put us over the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, branding, it's so important. That's right. Coming right back, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Jessica Alsman at the news desk. Hello. Christy Lee is uh, taking some time off. There's Pat Godwin. Hi, Chip. She, he's in the uh, performance room. There's Josh Arnold. Hi. Hey, there's Ace Cosby. Hey. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Uh, going over the some of the email we're getting here. Overnights? Uh, well, some of them were just from a few minutes ago from the UK. Uh, hello. Thanks for listening. The show is worldwide. And it's also on uh, the YouTube. Is that correct, Mr. Uh, Mr. You are correct, baby. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Cosby. YouTube, baby. Yeah. Uh, now, um, we were discussing the fact that um, Josh, as a kid, was practicing the trick where you heave popcorn in the air and catch it. And again, your logic was what? I, I wanted to learn how to do that, yeah. So you used? A marble. There was no logic in using a marble. And you swallowed it. Yeah, it went right down. Whoop. I mean, that, that could have ended tragically. Well, yeah, sure, but um, an idiot. My, my question was: Did the marble ever come out? If it did, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't hear a sound. And I don't know enough about biology to know that if would have would if it's made of glass, would that break down in your system eventually? I don't know. I would assume that being round, it would just kind of exit the uh, you know, a bodily exit canal. Um, and I received this uh, from Chris. He says, uh, how about having Josh do a colonoscopy live on the air in search of the marble? Oh, I've had uh, colonoscopy, and they did not find a marble. Oh, they probably would have, eh? I mean, would if have. it was in the intent, it wouldn't be in the intent. I mean, it's- did, you, did you warn the doctor? No, I had forgotten about oh, it. Boy, until- just in case you see a cat's eye up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is an interesting oh, theory. This is from uh, Sparta, Wisconsin. Where Mike lives. Oh, they are Sparta. Uh, Mike uh, Kylie wrote the following. Clearly, the marble is still stuck and backing stuff up. That would explain the famous half-fat-from-the-waist-up line of Josh's. Okay, clearly. Would that be uh, possible? Sure, yes. The marble is is keeping things from coming out, and so therefore... Um, <laughs> now again, that's uh, one of your one of the jokes that you do. However, now you've been on this health kick. You're no I'm not one. on a health kick. Mm. It was one song Pat wanted to do. Let's mm. let's get talked about something else. Okay, mm-hmm. right. I'm also fat. We can talk about that. That's a good uh, time. Okay. I'm actually gaining weight. So me that's too. A, a lot of right. was it the road to 300? Was oh, it? I'm I want to be that big so oh. bad. Uh, now uh, I want to remind you that um, the NFL up and running. We've got a couple pretty interesting NFL stories coming up, including a um, a story involving a trainer at the sideline has anybody seen the I video might, uh, i might let you uh, take the lead on that story because is, uh, really once something. you once you find out what it is it's that's obviously what the guy's doing well no not even if you don't know what he's doing it's got to be something else other than what you think it is <laughs> we'll get to that coming up uh, this nfl season every westwood one nfl broadcast streams live for free that's Monday nighters, Thursday nighters, Sunday nighters, Thanksgiving, Christmas, triple headers, the international series, every postseason game on the NFL. You can uh, check them all out with westwoodonesports.com. Listen to the NFL once again via Westwood One Station streams or by asking uh, Miss Alexa to kindly open Westwood One Sports. It's the NFL.
on Westwood One. What have you got over there, Chick? Uh, Major League Baseball playoffs yesterday, the divisional uh, series. Manny Machado homered early and then had an RBI double uh, off Clayton Kershaw. And uh, Doesn't Machado sound like something at Taco Bell? Mm. Have, you had the new, have you had the new Machado? <laughs> oh, man, it's great. Mm. Josh says it's, uh, he likes to get or, it without the sauce. I don't or know it's Manny's last Mexican pizza. name. Uh, the Padres beat the Dodgers 5-3 <laughs> to three in that series, even at a game apiece. But uh, yeah, that wasn't any divisional playoff. It was an L.A. divisional playoff yeah. game. So... Guess what? A goose. That's right. A goose was flying around at Dodger Stadium last night and interrupted game two between the Dodgers and the Padres with L.A. down 5-3, a runner on first, two outs. They were hoping the goose would give them some good luck. Uh, It was disturbed, though, by groundskeeper. The goose was calmly (laughs) in the outfield grass as uh, Dodgers hitter Gavin Lux did get on base. Play eventually paused as the goose flew around the entirety of the field. And the goose now has his own Twitter account, by the way. Oh, sure. And probably Instagram. I haven't checked yet. Uh, Groundskeepers attempted to get it out of play once uh, the uh, Dodgers' uh, Lux got on on first base. The goose was content with flying to different parts of the stadium and just laying down uh, in uh, in the various outfields. Eventually, the goose flew down to third base. Groundskeepers wrapped it up in a towel and then uh, lost consciousness. They threw it in uh, one of the guy's trunks and uh, they took it out to a landfill. Oh, but uh, <laughs> other than uh, and uh, the Padres, you Darvish, me, me chick. chick. Uh, he was checked for foreign substances uh, last night, much as uh, Musgrove was checked uh, a couple a couple days ago for. Putting in it, doctoring the ball. Musgrove, Sally. And uh, he said, go ahead. I'm not putting anything on the ball. Touch my wherever. Hmm. Is what you, Darvish, me chick said. Uh, so there you go. Now we have another connection between a bird at a, a Major League Baseball game. Hmm. And uh, a weird connection between that and the NFL coming up. Okay. Perfectly valid, not a stretch in any way. Kyle Wright threw uh, six innings to outduel Zach Wheeler and the Braves, even there, NLDS at one game apiece, 3 nothing. Phillies' uh, bats were alive the night before, but not last night. Uh, rain delayed the first pitch there in Atlanta by nearly three hours. Wright surrendered just two hits. He uh, got the win when uh, the Braves got to Wheeler for three runs in their half of the sixth. Uh, this was a game the reigning World Series champs had to have after losing the best of five. Yeah, this is best of five, Tom. You know that. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, more sports coming up, including uh, a follow-up on uh, the world's largest gourd. Hmm. Uh, we're going to have an addendum to that. And? And, and also uh, WKRP and... Love is Alive. That's right. And so we begin. We'll talk about it. Coming up. All right. And... Uh, the Association. We have a love letter about that song. Really? Oh. oh, yes. Uh, this is this is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Leon Vacay. There's Jessica Olsman at the news desk. Hi. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello. We already got a got a song out of here. Yeah. Song an hour. I say, Tom. What got one say? coming up in about five minutes. Excellent. There's Josh Arnold. Oh, Pat, Hi. Pat sideline song. You ready? Gotcha. Okay. There's Ace Cosby manning the track phone hotline. Hot phone. 
There's Willie Griswold. Morning, I'm, hi, I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom. Griswold. Willie's going to be managing Chick's career as a fashion model. Uh, Chick, oh, uh, certainly the most well dressed of the, the the bunch in here. I'm available for anything that pays money. Remember that. I say we start with LL Bean, and then Done. we go to Orvis, and then we go to Eddie Bauer, Done. and then we establish a bit of portfolio, and then we go oh. straight to Gucci. Oh, wow. What kind of stuff, hey, what huh? kind of stuff does Orvis sell? <laughs> a lot of the same stuff as LL Bean, I'd imagine. You mean openings, Orvis? Oh, I thought he said Orifice. Oh, that'd be an interesting, <laughs> interesting line of clothing. I don't understand everything's got to be a hole in it. <laughs> don't throw your money down a hole. <laughs> Couple things. They were called Orvis, but they changed their name to Gap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> huh? Fall into the... Okay. Um, and they changed their name to uh, WAP. <laughs> That's for their rain gear. Oh, wow. There you go. Thank you. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> who says I don't pay attention to the low end of contemporary culture? Low end. Don't want to be a wet ass person. Uh, <laughs> do you know what's happening this weekend? This is very exciting. It's the Donnie Baker birthday bash at the Diamond Joe Casino, Saturday only, in Dubuque, Iowa. Nice. Are you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> oh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Donnie Baker live and in person. Uh, fresh off his tour of Kid Rock's house. Anybody see this stuff? Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, huh? Donnie. Yeah. Uh, Kid Rock, friend of the show. We had a great interview with him a few years ago, and um, uh, we really enjoyed having him around. Uh, Kid Rock lives in a really nice place <laughs> near Nashville, <laughs> and uh, Donnie and uh, and Kid Rock hung out. Uh, but he's going to be having his birthday celebration. I doubt if Kid Rock will be there. Uh, maybe. You never know. In yeah. Dubuque, coming up this Saturday night. While I'm at it, um, that's, of course, at the Diamond Joe Casino. But that's no Ho-Chunk. No. Ho-Chunk Daddy-O. The Ho-Chunk Casino, my man. Ho-Chunk Daddy-O. I like all this. Doesn't, doesn't Ho-Chunk Daddy-O sound like something from a, a sitcom where they didn't know how to be hip? Mm-hmm. Oh, chunk, Daddy! Oh, they call it uh, the, the folks up there call it the chunk. The chunk? Are you going to the chunk? Yeah. Oh, I'll see you. You know chunk. who's going to the chunk, Josh? Yes. Given who? Uh, Willie Griswold. Who else? Uh, Pat Godwin. Anybody else? Me. Oh, <laughs> that Josh Arnold. Well, that was tidy. Well, that's coming up that this Saturday adorable. too. <laughs> well, isn't that nice? Who knew? Uh, well, we've got a little uh, something coming up from Pat Godwin in a matter of moments. I'm very excited about that, certainly. Uh, but uh, we have to get back to the sports desk. And I was talking oh. about... So sorry. <laughs> could, could you grab that? <laughs> Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hey, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Baker. Donnie, how are you, sir? I was just talking about Not your birthday. Good. Yeah, oh. it's coming up, but I got a whole chunk of a headache. It's, my head's killing me this morning. Oh, you hung over again? No, Tom, I've been thinking too much. Oh, oh, yeah. That'll do it. Well, you know, just before my dark league started at Boonies last night, I made the mistake of watching that uh, Jeopardy. Oh, yeah, that's that show. They're great. Man, them Jeopardy people are smart. And not only are they smart, I'll say it like this, they play hard. Oh, yeah? Of course, I was the same way when I was in high school. You know, I don't know if I ever told you this. I ain't bragging, but I scored a 680 on my SAT. Wow. And then I got early acceptance into small engine repair, but I passed on it because I was pursuing a black belt at discount karate. Oh, I can see why. I swear to God. <laughs> so anyways, I'm watching Jeopardy last night. They had categories like uh, Kings and Shakespeare. Who cares about Shakespeare? <laughs> so dumb. He's been dead for like 
50 years. You know? <laughs> Almost decades. Yet we're still talking about Shakespeare. I'd kick ass on that show if the right categories is on the screen. It's like categories like uh, options on Ford F-150s. <laughs> or uh, Buck Naked Chicks in the Porky's Trilogy. Remember that? Oh, nice. Oh, God. Or like famous songs by Billy Ray Cypress. You know? Cyrus. Maybe the thing I know best about is pick up lines that chicks can't resist. Oh, like what? Answers like, uh, hey, baby, how about a three-way? Like me, you, and some of this pork. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that'll work. <laughs> oh, this one's, this one's how I got Christy. You know why you should masturbate with these two fingers? Because they're mine. Worked on Christy. Yeah, then I put a baby in her. Oh. Yeah, it just burns me up because I've got a bunch of smart people in my family, so really? no doubt it's been passed down. Mm. Though the fact remains, my great-great-grandpa was a Rhodes Scholar. Oh, yeah? Really? I swear to God, he paid most of the highways in Frizzell County, Tom. <laughs> oh, Rhodes, okay. <laughs> I'm going for days, but I'd better go. Whiffy just spilled kerosene on the kids' snacks for soccer tonight. Uh-oh. I'll fix that. Kerosene! <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't serve those, Donnie. I don't think that's... I don't think that's safe. Now, uh, we I, were talking off the air. I remember this uh, moment from an NFL game. I thought it was like 20 years ago. It turns out it was 30 years ago. And you know how the, uh, the officials come out and they say, holding number 72, Griswold, or what? You know, they announce, they announce a number in the holding. Well, it, it, sometimes it doesn't go that cut and dried. This is an actual, uh, and people will remember this, is actual NFL game between the Jets and the Bills. It was 30 years ago, 1992, and it sounded a little something like this. I'll pick this up. On number 99 of the defense, after he tackled the quarterback, he's giving them business down there. <laughs> he's yes. giving him the business down there. I like that guy. I loved it. I love that guy. I don't think he's uh, an uh, official anymore. Well, he'd yeah. be a hundred years old. I think they. <laughs> well, let's not talk. Let's not dwell on where he is today. Just that he he will live forever. I like that here at the sports desk. Yeah, giving him the business. Well, down speaking there. of giving somebody the business, uh, there's a video out there from the world of the NFL. And you do you really want me to read this? I I'd rather you I'm I I'm kind of in bed with the National Football League. I don't want to come off as being negative because what if they want me to do something with them? Mm-hmm. Huh? Okay. All right. All right. You want me to do it? Well, it's Giants cornerback Darnay Holmes turned a viral mishap into an NFT. Hmm. Who else has seen this? Has anybody else seen this video? No, I have not. The video shows Holmes being worked on by a trainer. Hmm. Like, um, he's uh, in the middle middle of a game. Has some sort of cramp on his body somewhere. And the video is being taken from behind the trainer and the player. You see see him sitting there with his uniform, but his pants are pulled down. And the player is... You can see his butt. He's... I don't know if you can see his yeah. butt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. player is seated, I thought, the video I saw, and the trainer yeah. is uh, working him over, giving him the business. Hmm. You see that? You see the trainer, you see the trainer's arm going vigorously up and down. I see. Um, so it would be easy to mistake for another activity. Yes, yes. It, it, it looks like a... Looks uh, like a hand party down there? Yes. It looks like an over-the-waistband handy is mm-hmm. what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And then comically, this guy is capitalizing it by turning it into an NFT, which is <laughs> bizarre. Um, but it, 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 
I mean, the NFL does not have fluffers. So, but it it right. really looks like this guy's going at it. Wow! And uh, Pat, you have a tribute. Yeah. Episode. I'm watching on the TV. So far, it's a bore. But now, Darnie Holmes is limping. Something is sore. The trainer pulls his pants down. You can see Darnie's crack. Trainer's hand is going up and down, and it looks like from the back. Jacking on the sidelines. <laughs> Whacking on the sidelines. I don't know if that's something or the refs they can call. Because everybody knows that handies ain't allowed in football. <laughs> Great ending. <laughs> I mean, it is. Um, okay. If uh, somebody. if uh, uh, no, You don't have to watch this, but here it, uh, here it comes. There it is. I mean, it really looks like he's being aggressively. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, who put it up for sale? The uh, player himself. Yes. The player. Number, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Number eighty. So I, he's taking. I, he's taking ownership I of it. I thought he was seated, and that is his booty. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Yeah. His, you can see his butt hanging out. Now, what is actually being massaged? It looks like it his, must be uh, the upper thigh. Okay. Yeah, his upper quad or something. Yeah. But then the funny part is the guy doing it at one point. You can see his head, and then then he, <laughs> then he sort of leans down. No. Like, <laughs> like he's about to go to the oh. next phase mm-hmm. of this romantic moment. Uh, it's. Can you see this? It's, yeah, it's yeah. Very, it very, looks like they're yeah. watching a movie in a movie theater, and yeah, yeah it's the next phase. And yeah. it's fun. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, was that considered? Uh, mm-hmm. What would that be? Second base? Third mm-hmm. base? That's that, third. No, no. I was that the second until he hands? starts to lean forward. No, no, it's hand go. action. That would be uh, second base. No, right? second just boobs. Yeah. Second, I thought was anything with hands. What? First is boobs. I thought we were talking football. Good God. I thought first was uh, kissing. I thought first was kissing. Yeah, first is kissing. kissing. Yes. No, it's boobs, cool hand stuff, mouth stuff, then the good time. That's all. Uh, Historically, that's not right. Slide into home. This is a football game. This is illegal use of hands. (laughs) Uh, Coming up in sports? Uh, Coming up in sports, kind of, sort of, one of my favorite BBC shows, The Repair Shop. Oh, I love that show. Is hosting a monarch here pretty soon. Really? No oh, yeah. Is it King Chuck? I don't know if it is or not. Yet. Wow. Mm. You Can you prepare s- my mother? Yes. <laughs> oh. yes. Oh, no. <laughs> the the coffin has a chip out of it. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm at the potty. Can you oh, fix her? She's... You went real dark. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coming up, we have a magic mushroom on the airplane update. A cool thing, if you have an electric car, you'll want to hear what NASA has to say. It's very interesting. And a special surprise uh, vocalist. Oh, wow. Uh, From my family. Okay. Uh, Coming up, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. There's Jessica Olsman at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hi, Chick. There's Josh Arnold at the sidekick chair. Chick, I have a marble update coming up. Excellent. Here's Ace Cosby manning the track phone hotline hot phone. There's Willie Griswold. No marble update on my end. I'm excited for Josh's, though. <laughs> I'm Chick McGee, and I have another Living with Tom story. And here's here's Hurricane Tom. What are you talking about? So we we all uh, uh, kind of gravitate toward the break room when the commercials are running. We get snacks or drinks or you know, because this is hard work. Sure, yeah, you know. it is. Well, As you would say, thirsty work. It is I, so you are preparing yourself a bowl of cereal, is that correct? Well, because my, I brought oh, in a cost. frozen acai bowl, and apparently it had been frozen already, so it was no good, so I had to toss it, so I thought, I'll just eat some granola, mm-hmm. and I spilled the 
jar of granola all over the floor. There's a lot, a lot of it on the floor. There's yeah. a lot of it. On, you know what? Josh walked in and looked at it on the floor. You just left it on the floor. I, I said, there's no broom here. I'll be happy to clean it up. Really? You didn't scream, go get me, Eddie, immediately? <laughs> <laughs> really? Eddie! Well, Eddie! actually, Josh... Uh, Josh yeah. said, looked over and said, uh, yeah, I'm sure the mice will take care of it. <laughs> boy, I'm oh sorry. Boy. Everyone's faster in the green room. Uh, no. uh, coming up, um, we have uh, some more stuff in the world of sports. But before we get to that, uh, the other day I was um, in Willie's old room at my house, actually. Mm. And under his old uh, bed, he has this beautiful loft bed made of beautiful uh, timber. And um, But I have my little computer down there. Or my big computer. It's got the big screen and everything. And oh, I love that kind of setup. It's great. Yeah. And that's, well, I work on stuff there in the afternoon sometimes. And uh, uh, Kelly was in the other room working on something else. And all of a sudden, she comes in and Finn and I are watching Monkeys videos. <laughs> <laughs> the band? The band, the Monkeys. Okay. And then a chick, what did you say? You, did you, you accuse me of of forcing the monkeys down her throat? No, I, I think believe. Josh said that. Uh-huh. I, I, I kind of think we all said it. Well, I see. <laughs> I just well, think you could go a little more contemporary. You yeah. could move into the early 70s it or was, the 80s. I, I tell you what it was happening. I was researching Today in History, and a few days ago it was the anniversary of the release of Last Train to Clarksville. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I clicked on it, uh-huh. and I was watching the video, <laughs> and as I pointed out on this show, they were really phoning it in. <laughs> They're barely even trying to lip sync, and it, it's... Uh, but I think they're barely even cognizant. Yes, I think. My guess is that at least some of them are so high they don't care. Did they want to be a band, or did a studio see the Beatles and make an American version of the yeah, Beatles? Yeah, they're, they're all actors. Okay. And, uh, in fact, uh, Davy Jones had played in Oliver Twist on... Uh, on the on the West End, but they were were they also musicians? Uh, three of them were. Okay, okay. There are two of them were. Mike Nesmith and Peter Tork were both yeah, very fine musicians. Yeah. Huh. No, my, I hate it. Mike Nesmith wrote the song. Uh, he was different drum by Linda. Oh, uh, what's uh, Stone Pony? Linda Ronstadt song. Yeah, Mike was a great musician, but um, obviously they really were put together as a TV band, sometimes called the Prefab Four. But they had tremendous writers. Neil Diamond wrote what I'm, I'm a, believer, a believer and Boyce and Hart Boyce wrote a bunch of stuff. But so anyway, uh, you guys accused me of shoving it down her throat. <laughs> and yes. uh, once again, we were watching. I think I've got a, this video. Uh, Take the last train of great it is. I, I'm a monkey fan. And it's actually it's a the song it kind of sort of is about a guy that could maybe be going to Vietnam and is afraid he's never going to see his girlfriend again. Mm. And uh, anyway, uh, but uh, I wanted just to play this for you to prove that Finn was enjoying it. Take the last train to Clarksville and I'll meet you at the station. I'll be there by 440 because I've made you a reservation. Don't be slow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. After she did that, good. she goes, oh, I said 440 instead of 430. Can I do a retake? <laughs> I just wanted to prove how much she enjoyed so you, the song. So you forced yes. her to watch it and now you forced her to sing it in your phone. That's the wrong No, way. honey, I have to prove it. <laughs> Enunciate. <laughs> no, we I didn't hear the 30 and 430. Normally, I would make her do a retake. Pat, you're used to be working with her. No, we, were, we have our, this new puppy. So we were playing with the puppy in the yard, and I kept hearing Finn singing Last Train to Clarksville. <laughs> That's so cute. So she did. I'm just saying, those are, now, great, those are great pop songs, and they're still great. Whenever sure. the monkey song starts, the puppy pisses on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, 
<laughs> some sort of Pavlovian issue. We're not sure how to deal with that. Okay, we've got some pictures. That's of, very we've sweet. We've got some pictures of the new puppy on the various Bob and Tom social media platforms. She's a little teeny they little They asked girl. me for pictures of my cat. Did they put those up? I don't follow any of the Bob and Tom social media. <laughs> uh, 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 cool how old's your kitty cat? <laughs> how oh, old's boy. Your... Uh, what, eight months? Okay. Yeah. What's like your cat's a, name? Looks like Gravy. Cat. Gravy. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Because her sister's name is Biscuit. Okay, that's, that's cute. The videos you post are very sweet. There was one, uh, Gravy was playing on the, the mounted TV, I believe. Yeah, it jumped right up there. And you said, Gravy, get down from there. And she jumped and she like knocked something over and made a big mess. <laughs> and you go, well, I guess I did say to get down from there. And I, I'm not a cat person, but I love the vids. There you go. <laughs> well, you can you see ever, the little, uh, little Hattie on our website. Oh, so. Hattie. You ever pick your uh, cat up by the tail and swing it over your head? Oh, oh that's, uh, that's how I weigh her. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's nothing nefarious. <laughs> okay, now, um, let's uh, move forward here. <laughs> we have uh, Chick McGee at the Bob and Tom Sports Desk. Is uh, well, this is uh, this is provided to me by, by uh, sports Provided by someone else, not okay. necessarily me. It's how I'm going to approach this from now on. Because <laughs> the comp on there. I've got have, mail. Sorry. Uh, you have yeah. Mail. Oh yeah. Go ahead and read that. A couple of Houston Astros are uh, rocking hair extensions for their postseason hairstyle. <laughs> really? That's what it says here. Starters Framber Valdez and Luis Garcia are showing off their new hairdos this postseason. Houston tries to reach the World Series. It's a beautiful baby. Name him Framber. Frember. I love his album, Frember Comes Alive. <laughs> oh, I like the song about him visiting the beach. Frember, walking on the sand. Frember. And you didn't want to do this to Frember. <laughs> walking hand in hand. Chick's going to explode. Frember. Garcia opened the uh, season with uh, natural shoulder grazing curls this summer <laughs> what hair obsessed individual may have sent you this sports I, story? Uh, I really can't all <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. reason i sent it is because i wanted chick to have to read about if you Frem- see if he remembers oscar gamble do you remember what uh, oscar gamble i don't oscar gamble had one of the world's largest afros, uh, uh, afros i it, guess it's but. described here as a i love this word i never get to use it resplendent oh a, really a resplendent afro oh it's good mm-hmm. yeah. listen somebody is a frustrated uh, writer listen to this garcia who opened the season with natural shoulder grazing curls this summer that's a great phrase opted to add length and volume via braids adorned with beads at the end yeah this guy should be writing a travel <laughs> for a travel magazine do you want to see oscar now i know this is visual oscar gamble but can you tell me the difference between oscar gamble then and now <laughs> yes, now he looks like Michael Jordan, oh, only a little older. Yeah, mm-hmm. ain't got no yeah. hair at all. He had man. the big fro. No afro. The biggest fro in rock was fake. Who was it? Anyone? The yeah. thin Lizzie guy? No. Billy Preston. One? Billy Preston. Oh, that okay. Fake? That yeah, was, that, that was a that was a big wig. Well, according to according to you, it's fake. Oh, I you know I do research. I read. <laughs> Did it go round in circles? Why, why don't we do this? Why don't we bet ten thousand dollars? I could use some cash right now. No, no need to explain why. Oh, this guy's awesome, Oscar Gamble. Yeah, but Oscar Gamble had this massive fro. It was like Angela Davis level. Yeah, here it is under the hat. Look at that! Oh, wow, just just oozing out. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. It is resplendent. Isn't that a great word? Yes. You never get to use that. So, if you're dating or married to Oscar Gamble and uh, you constantly fight with him, do you have a gambling problem? <laughs> do you have a gamble? Let's see. Hmm. I think it's there somewhere. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. 
Let's work on it together. If you go, if you go to Grambling, Grambling, do you? I got Grambling on my mind. Grambling. <laughs> then you walk slowly. You're shambling in the ground. Sure, oh, yeah. I was born a Grambling man. <laughs> in the old west, it'd be Bramble. Bramble, sure. And then Tramp. Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, wide. That? So the, the, uh, I, did you see the pictures of these two guys with their, the hair? It's are they clear? Is it clearly no. fake? No. Not, oh no. God, no! This these hair extensions are amazing. Okay, they're they really look. But it's just fun. What are they doing it for? Just for fun and just to underscore the... So uh, people can uh, sit around and... It's the playoffs. It's, the they want to be a little serious. The other thing, what's the... Hang Remember on. a couple seasons ago, you went, uh, you had a problem. You were upset that I think it was the Red Sox who all grew beards. You were like, look at them. They're not photo ready. Look, at they look like hell. <laughs> he did get all Steinbrenner-ish, didn't he? They, look, yeah. they, they looked all... They looked like bums. There you go. They deserve like to bums. lose. Oh, I, think I hate bad facial hair. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> No, no, but they the baseball has been I would say more than football, the home of uh, rock and roll making oh, no. making facial hair statements, with the exception, of course, of our favorite quarterback, who we haven't heard from this year. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Um, Minshew, sure. right? Yeah. Is he around still? Oh, he'll he'll, he'll Gard- show up. Gardner Minshew. He he does a big uh, facial hair thing a lot, but. In the history of uh, baseball, there's been some uh, Raleigh Fingers. Sure. The twisted mustache. And... Al Hrabowski, the mad Hungarian, his, uh, he had a big handlebar mustache. Now, uh, large shot. I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> Facial hair, we're talking about. Thank you, Pat. Yeah, that's right. Very good. Now, remember I said earlier I could connect Major League Baseball to the NFL in a way that was not a stretch? Yeah. And it involves dead birds. Okay. Well, go ahead. This? Yeah, go ahead. Have you heard about, uh, well, speaking of famous baseball hair, Randy Johnson? Oh, yeah. He had the famous the mullet. The mullet. Almost, yeah, very long hair. Yeah. And, and um, Randy Johnson is famous for what in the world of uh, baseball? I believe it was in Toronto. Strikeouts and uh, an amazing 22-year uh, Major League Baseball career. Yeah. Oh, but you mentioned birds. Are you talking about the freak accident where he murdered a bird he exploded uh, in midair yeah i mean the bird happened to fly by just as his uh, pitch was yeah going. well randy johnson um he embraces that in fact his company is i believe i think it's called dead bird productions or and something. oh get a load of this is what he's trying to in his own smooth way he said major, this wasn't a stretch major league baseball fans have learned major league baseball hall of famer randy johnson is now a professional photographer is that right? Viral photo shared online show the five-time Cy Young. He won it five times. I knew he wanted to. Uh, Cy Young Award winner in an NFL photography vest holding a camera on a tripod. I just, I, I, he's just he's taking, to, ga- he's, he's taking just trying to get into the game. That's all he's doing. No, he's a great photographer. <laughs> According to Sports Illustrated, you know, this is interesting. <laughs> the career switch is not as unusual as it appears to some fans. Uh, okay. Johnson majored in photojournalism in college. Well, there you go. There you go. You know, he's putting, a, he's putting a, a spin on it that is negative. Uh, put his passion for photography in the backseat. Well, <laughs> I think this is great. He's a trained photographer, and I think what's interesting is, think of what he could have done with the name Randy Johnson. That just shouts porno. Yeah, essentially means horny penis. Yes, mm-hmm. it yeah. does. Yeah. But he didn't. No, no, he's not doing that. He's no. taking pictures of NFL games. How cool! But his he, his logo that they show it here is a dead bird. Wow, makes sense. So uh, 
Remember the other famous dead bird story of uh, Fabio getting hit in the face yeah. while on a oh, roller coaster? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Why are we so obsessed with dead birds? Just the fact, just the timing. It has to be perfect. And Fabio being a model, uh-huh. getting hit, having his nose broken by a bird. Is, the irony is just there. But even like the expression, killing two birds with one stone, why are we so fascinated with killing birds? It seems to be a weird thing. I've never seen a dead bird on the ground. Have you? Of uh, course, yeah. Of course. We get them outside. Yeah, we get really? them outside this building all, all the time, huh? They fly. I into never my, have. Oh, fly into my windows all the time. Well, that's demonic fly. possession. They, know, your, they know you're in there. Is what One of your is. dogs has never brought you a, a gift. A as squirrel. Oh, okay. But, uh, Cats no, love those bird. dead birds. Yeah, they do. They usually make them dead. Yeah, they usually love, they love killing them. And, and we yeah. had it. We had <laughs> a we have a bird at uh, Chavez Ravine in the news earlier. So see, it all ties in. <laughs> <laughs> Now, do you remember, I'll run this by Ace, do you remember Randy Johnson's nickname? Uh, big Unit. The Big Unit. Nice. And my point is, this guy with the nickname The Big Unit, the real name Randy Johnson, I think it's really nice he didn't go into porn. It is. Randy, yeah. we're glad you're an excellent photographer. Thank you very much. You could have gone south on us. <laughs> I mean, The Big Unit, would you Would you want to watch that film? <laughs> he killed if he kills a bird. Yeah. Much. He killed the bird. <laughs> Las Vegas uh, Raiders wide out. Devontae Adams has officially been charged with misdemeanor assault for shoving that photographer. Hmm. Kansas City, Missouri police said Adams pushed Ryan Zebley <laughs> to the ground while running off the field following the Raiders' 30-29 to loss. It's pretty violent, I think. He uses his arms. And no, he doesn't. So you must, see a, you must have seen a different angle than we saw. Or you must have seen see a different from, I see it from, from his left. He's walking I saw right it from to left, his left, and he shoves the guy. No, he doesn't. I need he to see that. He doesn't even break stride. That. And he's walking in a clear path, and the guy does come out of nowhere. He jumps out in front of him. He Actually, he kind of stops. And Before he hits the guy, no, he doesn't. I'll, I'll, I'll have to take a look. Hmm. If only he pushed a photographer like Randy Johnson, then we'd have a story. I mean, oh, we'd have, yeah. No, we'd know that Randy Johnson, they would have he fell on a bird. Kicking his ass. Yeah, I, I think well, Randy Johnson, that would have been a good Randy fight. Randy Johnson's reach, I think he probably could get a couple of <laughs> Police, shots. Police uh, called it an intentional overt act that caused whiplash, a headache, and a minor concussion. Oh. And my camera got doid. Oh, no. Did your memory card get wet, too? Man. I don't the Zebley household, we don't take that sort of thing. Uh, well, this is going <laughs> to they're going to they're going to be very careful on who they give passes to. I think this is going to reduce the number of photographers out there. I think. Oh, very this, well. This guy had a legit. He was a freelancer, right? But he had a legitimate pass. Looks like he's going to be a, a fine and maybe even a one or two game suspension for for as you say, violently shoving the photographer. I, hmm. The players have to recognize There are two thing. angles. One looks bad, and the other one looks like the guy stepped in in front of him. Okay, all right. Well, who knows? I just, uh, Chick, I think we'll agree on one thing. The one thing I hate more than the players that will never talk to the press, and then they become the press. <clears throat> I think that's fine. That never bothers me. Really? Someone who was a dick the whole time he was making millions <laughs> of dollars? Because when they become the press, rarely are they the guys at the, you know bugging them right after the game. They're the they're commentating. 
Yeah. Or commenting, rather. Mm. And I'm no, sure... no, it's commenting. <laughs> From a player's POV, when they're dealing with the press, they probably deal with a former player. They'd probably rather deal with a former player. Yes. That guy no, but if you're, a for, if you're a former player that was always very uncooperative with the press, and then now you become the press, you're a dick. Who would want you're to making who... millions of dollars playing a boy's game. Grow up. Enjoy life a little bit, and don't be a dick. To me, being... The only reason people watch oh these sports God. is because the press covers More them. sports coming up. No, the Thank people. You, Tom. The, the people won't talk to the press. Should all be fired okay. and their money taken away. Well, what an unfun opinion! I mean, that's just not their job. That's <laughs> well, an unfun opinion. It's the truth. Well, what about uh, this? Uh, Enriching dicks like this is not. Know, uh, people listen to us to fun. laugh. We have dicks in the news. Oh, there's a whole Randy f- Johnson dick in the room. Yes, in <laughs> 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 a festival. Right, uh, some of us will a, be dick right. a dick festival. A dick festival. Some some would consider. Wait a second. Give me my calendar. I don't think I didn't see that gig. Yeah, we'll come back with more. This is the Bob. Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee on vacay. There's Jessica Alsman at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hi, Chick. Hey, look, it's Josh Arnold. Hey, Chick. Hey. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Manning the track phone hotline hot phone. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning. I'm Chick McGee. And here's my buddy, Tom Griswold. Thank you very much, Chick. Hey, man. Sounded insincere. Uh, it's uh, uh, time now for that palate cleanser since we finished off sports. Ladies nope. and gentlemen. Nope, In a uh, freak accident, a photographer was killed when a huge chunk of cheddar fell on him. Oh, no. The, uh, on the safe side, the people he was being phot- photographed, they did try to warn him. They sure did. Jeez. That was There's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any roadblocks. Jeez, they said. Jeez. He even pointed. Mm-hmm. He thought they were just ready for the phone. Yeah. It's a picture. You know, it's a picture. Well, it's like the old Tommy Smothers joke. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can just say, you don't have to say old if it's a Tommy Smothers yeah, joke. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Where the guy falls in the vat of chocolate. Remember this? And he, he yells fire and he goes, why? Because no one's going to come running if I yell chocolate. <laughs> Something to that effect. I forget what it was. Live at the Purple Onion. Chick. Uh, oh, it's back to the sports desk or we have a letter here? We do have a letter for Chick. You know, I don't mean to correct you, Chick. Yeah, uh, let's go, man. But, go. Uh, Brandon has uh, reminded us, uh, dear Dodos and Jessica, Chick said he'd never seen a dead bird before. Does he not remember the tragic moment when Tom killed his pet bird, Chippy, live oh, on the yeah, air. That's right. Yeah. I still haven't forgiven Tom for this. I was so sad. He shot Chippy. Yeah, he's laying over here now. Yeah. Dead as hell. I just looked to my right and see a dead bird. <laughs> I forgot. It wouldn't vroom if you put 10,000 volts through it. No. It's a stuffed parrot, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't stand it. It's he didn't radio. Want, he didn't want people to think we had an actual, actual dead bird in the studio. <laughs> so he had to murder it. He had to, no, he oh, had yeah. to say stuffed bird. <laughs> I, see, I see. Well, a dead bird, that just leads to bird meat. So he killed the bird Ooh. and the bit. <laughs> yeah. With one stone. Yeah. Stomped on it. Uh, there we go. That all ties in. Hey, uh, look. Here's this stuff. Stupid world record. <laughs> here's this stuff. A uh, new Netflix series has broken a record for the most scripted jump scares in a single television episode. Huh. <laughs> really? I didn't even know this was a thing, but apparently it is. For the purposes of this record, a scripted jump scare is a... Pre-planned action executed with the intent to make a person jump or scream in fright. You've all seen them in every in all movies. Uh, yeah, Jaws. Yes. Really good <laughs> big jump every time you close the bathroom mirror, 
Yeah, there's gonna be someone behind you. Right. That's mm. a that's a really that's a classic one. The scary they, parts of National Treasure. Oof. That's always good. <laughs> so that's called a jump scare. Yeah, right? when it yeah. makes people jump in their seats. Oh wow! The first episode of something called The Midnight Club earned the title with 21 jump scares in total. Is that? I haven't. Is that based on the old R.L. Stein book? Hmm. Sorry. Didn't um, things to a screeching halt. The show co-created by Mac, Mike Flanagan and Leah Fong. Oh, he's good, Mike Flanagan. Based on uh, Christopher Pike's 1994 novel of the same name. Yes, was, Christopher Pike. He, he was, was the original uh, uh, captain of the Star Trek. Yeah, the Star Trek. <laughs> that's right. He was. Flanagan expressed interest in the record for the most on-screen deaths on TV, for which Guinness said it does not have a record holder yet. Well, he was R.L. Stein. M- most deaths on TV would be the uh, news. I think would be the. <laughs> Yeah, they've certainly got that, that See, record. That's the fun thing about it. You never know when he's going to go real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that. Although jump scares are considered cheap. Uh, they're not really, you know, real Probably. suspense. Yeah, but, I can uh, see that. Yeah. It's, oh, what's that noise? You open the door, the cat jumps out. Like, oh, hey, but oh, if you watch it on mute, it's not as scary, isn't it? It's the music. Oh, yeah, it certainly I helps. It's set up. I love those. You're terrified. Do you ever watch the uh, scary movie with the subtitles on and then it says eerie music yes. plays? I love that. I love, <laughs> I love that it's someone's job to decide the emotion of music and write it down. Would you call it a jump scare in The Strangers? Um, when all of a sudden the guy is like behind her on the couch? Because when I saw that, I just started crying and turned the movie off. I would call that a start crying and turn the movie off scare. Okay. <laughs> that didn't make a jump. It made you... So, I was like, no! It's my understanding, they, I was reading about this. They played this... Because this is currently on Netflix... The Midnight Club, but they, they played it for a select group at some convention, hmm. and so they measured the jump scares. And oh, that's fun! Then they came out and told them about it, and the crowd jumped. Was oh. they were they were thrilled that they were part of the experiment? Yeah, New York Comic Con was like last weekend, I think. Cool. Oh, was that what that was? It was probably there. Was it that or tw- was it TwitchCom? Oh. I know that's a thing. Boy, I saw something about TwitchCom. A porno, a porn star broke her back. Yeah. There. The oh, bro- are we, we going to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, we have a broken neck. Hmm. Apparently, uh, uh, not doing her profession. Right, right. Oh, this sounds hilarious. Is she a quad or a paraplegic? I don't know. No, she's she had surgery. Oof, no. The I'm record, there. by the way, for the most uh, uh, shockingly fake, uh, <laughs> the most shockingly <laughs> fake overreaction. Um, Howie Mandel. Uh, in every episode of America's Got Talent. Oh, really? Is he always just blown away? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't, I've never watched it. So that are the judges on any episode of The Masked Singer. <laughs> Whoa! You think those are fake, huh? I think Howie's naturally amazed by some of the talent that he sees. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think he's naturally amazed he's still on television. Oh, come on. Howie has, his, Howie has his own jet. He's now. amazing. Oh, no. I'm not, not, I'm not uh, disparaging he's the fact so that he's a funny. rich, rich man. He's an American treasure. He has a show. Oh, Canadian, on, Canadian treasure. Whatever. He has a show on Netflix where they shot it uh, during COVID, and it was clearly in a studio, and there's no studio audience, but he's still doing jokes, and they have the canned laughter, and he turns to the camera and makes a joke, and they just throw this laughter in there, and it is the most fun thing you could ever watch. <laughs> <laughs> I loved to stand up, man, when I was a kid, and Bobby's World. Mm-hmm. But uh, don't you know? <laughs> um, is that sport? No, we got uh, one oh my more God. of these. Yeah, Stupid I know. <laughs> Look at us. I'm not complaining about spending about more time with you. A uh, Michigan farmer has broken the Guinness World Record. Of course, it comes from Michigan. The heaviest <laughs> butternut squash. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> heavy. We are the tis the season. Derek Ruthruff. 
Ruggs. Roof rough. Roof rough. <laughs> Claimed the record with a gourd weighing 104.5 pounds. His massive squash measured at Dundee's Pumpkin Palooza and verified by representatives. Dundee's, Tom. You call that a squash? <laughs> That's a squash. <laughs> this is a squash, man. And verified by representatives from the Great Pumpkin Commonwealth. Oh. Derek wanted to set the record as an example to his children that if you set your heart on something and put in the effort, you can, you too can Thank grow God. a worthless vegetable. Not all, not all <laughs> heroes are hungry. They're going to have all this on um, the new channel uh, ESPN V8. <laughs> They're going to have the vegetable growing competition. I could have had a V8. <laughs> Is there gourd in V8? I mean, there are eight vegetables, right? Is that one of them? I don't, I don't think know. so, no. It's, it's like tomato and... The joke, uh, celery. that works. Yeah. Yeah. The joke. ESPN V8. I don't think it does. Do the pumpkin guys Look down on the gourd guys. Oh, absolutely. Probably. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you call that a gourd? Yeah, any pride yeah. of the gourd world. The now, is, is a pumpkin a type of gourd, or are we going to get email from of gourd. It is yeah. a type of gourd. Okay. Right. I think the gourd people look down on the pumpkin people. Oh, really? Yeah. And I had a question the other day when we had the, another world record. The guy beat the pumpkin record by a few pounds. Is it possible to like put a hole in the pumpkin and just fill it with extra water or throw lead waste in like those fishing guys? <laughs> How do you get a gourd I, to uh, dry out and be uh, like a maraca? I've always been fascinated by that. That'd be a big maraca. You know, I always you know? assumed, right? I, I, I it was my assumption. Yes, my contention, if you will, that okay. I that they cleaned those out, put like needles in them or something, and oh, then sealed them back up That somehow. wasn't a natural progression? It, no, no, I could be way wrong. Holding you a- mean you think that they just dry out and that little stuff's in the middle that makes the shaking? Sound? Yes, I could be way wrong, though. So I thought it dried out somehow from the inside. Maybe oh, it I does. It could be. Because hmm. everyone I've had that I sh- I can't see an opening in the right, brain, and I've really yeah. examined them. I've taken some time. No, I. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. Uh, well, we'll be back. With I more. have to know what's going on, and that we'll gourd. be back with gourd talk coming up. Excellent. I want to remind you real uh, quickly that uh, Saturday night, Ho Chunk, the Ho Chunk Casino, it'll be Pat, Willie, and Josh live on stage, and then Saturday in Dubuque, it's uh, it's the birthday bash for Donnie Baker. Um, at the Diamond Joe Casino. Some cool stuff coming up, and we're coming up and coming back with more cool stuff, including an update on that uh, Twitch thing. The convention, not the fact that you may have a little hitch. (laughs) 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 That's okay. You're Uh, feeling a little goofy? uh, Well, you might have a Twitch. Uh, This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, hi. (laughs) Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Sorry about that, Tom. Gets out in the woods, and I have to... (laughs) Reel them back in. There's uh, Jessica Alsman. She's at the news desk. Hey, Chick. There's uh, Pat Godwin. He's in the performance room. Hello. There's Josh Arnold at the sidekick chair. Chicky. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Manning the track phone hotline hot phone. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Now, for those of you who have been listening to the Bob and Tom show low these many years, you yeah. know that Tom and I don't agree on much. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, one thing we do agree on. Dogs. Dogs. Okay, the second thing we agree on <laughs> is the fabulous television show, The Repair Shop, Oh, it's made great. available uh, from uh, the fine folks at the BBC. I think it, uh, I think it runs on Discovery Plus, I believe, or one of those. It's good stuff. Uh, but anyway, uh, Jay Blades, he's the guy who uh, runs the repair shop. Mm-hmm. He assigns the repairs to the various artisans. Brother of Jack Blades, the great. Nope, musician. not at all. Don't bring a crappy bandit. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, the repair shop is going to uh, welcome. Uh, 
<laughs> still rocking America. Uh-huh. <laughs> King Charles the sh- the third. That's right, old Charlemagne. Hmm. He's going to send two historic items, including an 18th century bracket clock, for restoration during a special episode of the repair shop. Oh, did he did he come into some new stuff? Oh man. <laughs> I think he's cleaning the house over there. Oh, boy. At last, we could finally get rid of this horror. <laughs> we need to explain what this show is about. People will bring in... Um, Amazing an, items, like Some of kind all. of antique clock, and these guys will repair it. And this, some of the stuff they have to create... You know, they'll have to recreate some obscure part and figure Incredible. out how it would work. It's very detailed. It reminds me of my one of my, I was saying off the air, one of my top ten favorite movie scenes, any movie, any genre, is Toy Story 2, where the old man repairs Woody. Mm-hmm. Love that. It's just a great scene. And th- that whole show kind of makes you, it's just, oh, this is so nice. And they're, you know, they're getting a new flywheel flange 64 gear thing yeah. put together. It's well, really fun. Well, and then they'll have a story. Like my favorite one was, I think, uh, one, a, gran- a grandfather of someone or a great grandfather was at sea for like years. And uh, when he died, they had this leather covered uh, trunk that they needed to get, to get redone, and it had uh, went uh, gone saw, around the world. I saw that one. or something, and they redid the trunk, and it back. To, it was just beautiful. Now you know, the problem people with the, are sobbing. Yeah, there's one issue with the show, and that's they never they never uh, <laughs> t- say the cost. So sure, I'll, I'd love for them to go. As you can see, they go through the whole twenty minutes of what they did and how they. Uh, now that'll be twenty two thousand exactly. dollars. <laughs> Nigel's been working on this for six months. So. Right, yeah. right. I like Nigel's new Jaguar. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what bothers me about some of those home repair things. They'll show. Yeah, some don't end. show the cost. Yeah, yeah. they'll show it. materials twenty four thousand dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what about the ten guys working their asses off? <laughs> But I, I just find the show incredibly relaxing. If Very. you have trouble uh, falling asleep, it's just there's always a nice, a happy ending. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Well presented. It's kind of that, that British Bake Off show. I haven't watched that yet. Oh, but God, people that, have told me I should. It's great. I don't know why I don't bake, but you kind of will start watching that and go, yeah. Have you and seen the British Wank Off? Just a couple guys there. Uh, whoever finished. You know. Yeah, I did see that. Now, are they? Has to eat the crumpet. This week's guest, Daniel Craig. I did not stick around for the end. Are they allowed to encourage each other? Or... You got this. How does that work? Is you this got true? this. I just got this notice from someone saying, we were talking about Randy Johnson, baseball great who is now a professional photographer, a, a, a very skilled photographer, has been a photographer his whole life. But he's now photographing NFL games, but it was kind of in the news. We were talking about him. And I was just pleased that Randy Johnson didn't go into pornography, uh, particularly since his nickname was also the big unit. Right. Mm-hmm. Randy, a British for horny. Johnson, uh, universally meaning penis. Um, it says that uh, Alice Cooper's restaurant has a foot-long hot dog called the Randy Johnson yeah. Awesome. Is that is that true? Yeah, yeah. I've had I don't know that we had the Randy Johnson, but I've been to that restaurant. It's in Phoenix and they I've had one of those hot dogs, but we shared it. There was a, I mean it's gigantic. Did you share it uh like spaghetti style? <laughs> Lady in the Tramp, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got the Sammy Sosa and the hot dog was okay, but the bun was so shriveled and small it like didn't even look like a hot dog. It was terrible. Oh. And it was with white bread. <laughs> yeah, but, well, now it's uh, <laughs> something happened. It didn't used to going be. On. So, I was uh, avoiding that joke. I was doing why? A strip true. of balls so, joke was I was going for there. So, uh, is Randy Johnson going to be on the repair shop? Is that why we're talking about this now? 
You just kind of stomped all over. So, yeah. King I, Charles. I say it was 18 minutes after the 6 o'clock hour that it, the bug crawled up his ass. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> and you. and you. Or did you speculum open his anus yes. and tweezer the bug and into it? In <laughs> have you ever noticed that Bug and Tom both have three letters? Yeah. So anyway. It's no coincidence. The episode with Prince Charles on the repair shop was filmed between fall of 2021 and March of this year before Charles became king. I see. So there you go. But he, he probably won't show up. He's sending it. Sending uh, I I can't imagine just Charles. I bet himself. he'll be there. I beg to differ. Before, if it was before he was king, he's there. Oh, he's there. Oh, well, that's got to be seen with uh, with Jay Blades. There he is, and they're singing. Sister Christian, crap over anything. <laughs> that's not. That isn't a Jack Blade song anyway. The drummer wrote that song. Yeah, I, I will know. admit. It's, I will. That does, to does me, the is, drummer sing it too. Yeah, overwrought. Doesn't does the drummer sing it? Does a tad. Yeah. That's that, that. I will admit that's one of the worst songs ever to. Oh, I disagree. I think it, it's a good song. I think it has completely meaningless lyrics. Wait, it's yeah, great and boogie I, nights. I would agree. Oh, it's perfect. It's a great song. I just it, the melody's great. Just yeah, the lyrics are yeah. ridiculous. I mean, it has no meaning. It's like Dancing in the Dark by Springsteen. And that sports. This guns for hire. I'm dancing a piece of crap. <laughs> um, but with um, that in mind, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time. Uh, we got together a few weekends ago uh, following the uh, the death of uh, Queen oh, no. Elizabeth. They're still investigating, by the way. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They'll figure it out. Uh, in honor of uh, the new king. When does he become officially king? Isn't May 6th. Yeah, May 6th next year, right? He That's, just yeah. can't wait to be king. Um, this More is from a the little something. King? we got a great video of, on various <laughs> Bob and Tom social media platforms of this uh, put together by Noah from our staff, uh, uh, Mr. Ark. Um, yes. Uh, he has a nice beard, and he did a great job on the video. Please uh, check it out on Bob and Tom's social media platforms. This is King Chuck. was a young prince he never thought he'd be king finally ruling england at the age of 73 king chuck the queen was his mama lucky chuck <laughs> she used the ox for comma born in the royal palace hands never callous king chuck now that his mama's gone, I hope he doesn't fail. King what exactly Chuck. did he do as the fancy Prince of Wales? King Chuck. His teeth and ears look big and funny. <laughs> Will they fit on stamps and money? Or in the royal palace, hands never callous. King Chuck. The queen, she had her corgis. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Andrew had his orgy. <laughs> He's wild, that brother, Andy. <laughs> On Epstein Island, Duke got Randy. <laughs> Prince Harry moved from good out to Hollywood. King Chuck. Charles loves the polo ponies King Chuck, Chuck. And dressing up for ceremony King Chuck, Chuck. He wears a kilt, please don't stare King Chuck, Chuck. He's not wearing underwear Finally gets to rule Cause he's got the family jewels King Chuck <laughs> He married 
Diana, they had a castle and a villa. King. But all the time he dreamed about the homely one Camilla. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't wait to get his hands on. Horny chum. <laughs> oh no. Said he'd like to be her tampon. <laughs> Another song, King. Well. There you go, Patty G. And company. Special thanks to um, Matt Roush, the best man I know, and a great, um, a great musician. He helped us out with that. And our apologies to Mr. Steve Martin and company. <laughs> and King Tut. And by the way, um, for those of you that don't recall, the uh, the tampon line is not gratuitous, like almost everything else on this show. Um, that was a true story. Do you remember that, Josh? Yeah, yeah. Charles told her. Texted her or yeah, emailed? I believe there was a phone conversation. Phone, phone, that's right, yeah. Phone conversation. Yeah. Uh, would you think this would, would be sexy, uh, Jessica? If, no. That back in the day when you were... It, I, I know the... Yeah, no, yes. no, no. Obviously, he's very poor with uh, romantic words. He was trying to think of anything to... Yeah. Woo... Yeah. Got no, got no game. Yeah, I think Boys the richer, no game. the richer you are, the more sexually weird you become. I think. I think that just nothing is good enough for you because you have everything. We're so going to find out that uh, Big Papa over there has uh, <laughs> oh my God. the most extensive uh, collection of erotic flamingos you've ever right, seen. Right, right, something. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, a gentleman never tells. Not a porn, I'm not. I've never been a porn guy. Not there's anything wrong with that. I know Josh is a big fan. And Willie's a big fan. It's never been my thing. What? You're not a fan of porn. I mean, I, I I enjoy it from time to time. Also, I stole Playboys from you growing up, so shut up. You had a bunch of Playboys in <laughs> Willie, your Willie, room. I, yeah, you've seen my T-shirt. It says, "I bought it for the interview." <laughs> That's right. And I actually believe it. <laughs> you you got you bought the subscription for three years for the interview. Oh, sure, this one at Gore Vidal. This one. Uh... <laughs> Norman Mailer, yeah. Norman Mailer talks about a pubic hair shaving. Oh, I'll never forget that day. Sam comes to me and he goes, you got to come into Dad's room right now. I go, why? He goes, you just got to come in here right now. And we were never the same. Wow. Yeah, it'll, mm-hmm. change it. it'll change you. Did you guys do it back to back or uh, facing each other? We had a bunk oh, no. bed situation. He's up there. I'm down there. No harm, no foul. Did you baby. know that you left a magazine for your boys to find? Is it? We had a subscription here. at the. We used to get everything here at the radio station. Well, you didn't have mm-hmm. to take them home, did you? I, you pervert. I, I, <laughs> you know, I can't mention any names, but I imagine if you'd like to clone a certain person in this building, oh. you can go back to a... Here it works. Not me. Oh, no, no. But uh, that person, uh, you would never want them cloned. <laughs> okay. No, no, no names. Here. We've weathered the first uh, storm of that uh, person. We have a bunch of stuff coming up. I mentioned um, this weekend, Ho-Chunk. Casino. That's going to be uh, Pat, Willie, and Josh in the Wisconsin Dells, Saturday only. And then is it next weekend that you're in uh, Cincinnati doing your album? That's right, the Liberty Funny Bone, uh, Friday and Saturday. Not this weekend, but the following. Correct. That's going to be exciting. That'll be good. That'll be good. Right now, um, I want to remind you that um, the tailgating season is here. Nothing better than tailgating with, uh, of course, the Big Green Egg Minimax. We're going to be giving another one of those away. I'll remind you that um, if you're interested in the Big Green Egg, guess what? We have the Pigskin Pick'em competition up and running. We're going to talk with last week's winner, Joel from Boise, Idaho. We'll talk to Joel, in fact, in about an hour, a little less than that. You can enter. Get your entry in before the Thursday nighter starts. Just pick the winners. It's fun. Go to bobandtom.com slash contest. Yes, sir. Oh, when we come back, we'll move on. I'm wrapping it up. Yeah. We've got an update on the jackass on the plane on the mushrooms. <laughs> 
Um, and I've got a solution for this, by the way. I bet you My do. new feature, Judge Tom. Oh, good. Oh, good. if only. You need a gavel over there. Oh, the not a gavel. I need a, a, a trap door with gallows. Uh, when we come back, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Chrissy Lee on vacation. There's Jessica Alsman at the news desk. Has anybody, hey, heard, anybody heard from the boyfriend yet? Um, <laughs> Did you text Andy often? I heard something about um, needed some space or something. I, I'm not sure. But I'm just guessing. There's uh, Pat Godwin. He's in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Josh Arnold. Hello. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Willie Griswold's here. Present. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much, uh, Chick. Really. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk with um, the winner. Um, last week of the Bob and Tom Pigskin Pick'em. He's Joel Mush from Boise, Idaho, one of the most beautiful spots in this great country of ours. We'll talk with Joel. He won the Big Green Egg Mini Max. You can win one, too. And Mush is the sound you, uh, that, uh, <laughs> you drop a refrigerator on a kitten. I thought I'd reeled him back in. <laughs> I thought everything was okay. We had a pleasant discussion about dog food during the break off the air. Dear, <laughs> Did you? dear Bob and Tom, Josh is just for you. Okay. Dear Mr. McGee and Mr. Griswold, Discovery Plus, without any warning, removed the repair shop. Oh, my goodness. And left us without any way to watch it. I need to verify this, but it seems like that would be something they'd do. Is it not on Netflix? This guy, it's uh, there's only one or two seasons on Netflix. Aww. I was in the middle of season five, and I'm very grumpy. As for the cost, uh, the repairs, they are provided free if you're on the TV show, he says. Hmm. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Although that means King Charles will likely receive tens of thousands of dollars in free repairs that he doesn't deserve. Well, that seems to be... Wait a second. Urkel's on TV. Hang on a second. No, it's Al Jackson. One more. Also, Chick, can you and Tom uh, be Statler and Waldorf for Halloween? (laughs) Oh, that's very good. Strong. Pretty good. We're joined by Al Jackson. Um, I'm sorry that that uh, Halloween uh, costume made me perk up. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's a really cool idea. You know, it, it looks like you're wearing uh, the seat covers from my Aunt Flo's '65 uh, uh, Impala. Uh, what's going well, on there, Al? What is that, Tom? You know, it's a sweatsuit. It's matching top and bottom. Oh, I love it. Oh, it, it it is velour wow. because in in you know it's it's always Woo Wednesday in my mind. So shout out to Ghostface for that. And, <laughs> Ghostface killer. That's right. And so like uh, you know how how many how many artists can say at the end of their career I rapped about velour multiple times? Yeah, now, yeah. you're not going to believe this, Al. Did I not mention velour two days ago to you? You did. The old joke uh, where we grew up in Shaker Heights, Ohio. Someone would, uh, a woman would have something on you go, um, she goes, this is velour. And you go, no, it must be felt. Then you reach over and uh, it's uh, very aggressive. And, um, yes, there we go. Deal, it the, must the, be the, felt joke. Yeah, very, very unsafe. And then she would slug them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, as she should have. Yeah. Al yeah. Jackson, former school teacher, uh, Ivy League college guy, and uh, one of the hosts of DBL, the Daily Blast live on a television near you or streaming. 
And uh, you guys pick on some. You, uh, you just gave the credits of a man whose life has been wandering and misspent. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it sounds like when you've uh, when you had no plan your whole life and it worked out. It, teacher, fisherman, <laughs> TV. <laughs> I, I like. I can probably uh, teach you something right now. This I thought I got such a kick out of this. I'm probably the only one. Do you wear a uh, uh, one of the Apple watches that counts your steps? Do you do that whole thing? I bet people on your show do. Tom, I don't, I, I, I don't know how to, to say this and be more clear to our audience. I don't move unless I get credit for it with my Apple Watch. Like, mm-hmm. I need those steps. So I, like, find the watch downstairs to go up the stairs because I need those those eight steps. So, so yeah, I, I use it. So the other day we had a story. You guys probably covered this. Um, there was kind of a happy story and kind of a sad one. But it involved the Apple Watch. I guess the new ones... I'm not sure which version it is. 14. And, and the iPhone 14, they have a some kind of device built into them. If you're in a very heavy car crash, for example, it calls 911. And it's actually saved some lives already. But the 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 story was about was it was uh, Kings Island. They're at Kings Island. I believe Mystic uh, Timbers. Shout out to Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah, I, I, people they'd be on the the beast, the roller one of the great roller coasters there. And this device would call 911. So we were kind of joking about it. And I sort of said as a joke, well, I like to ride the beast and leave it on so I get the steps. And then I got a great letter from a guy. He went fishing over the weekend with his wife. And apparently the motion of casting counted his steps somehow. So he goes, my wife was standing on a boat all afternoon and she got 22,000 steps. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so, so good, good to know. Now, Al- yeah, the, everything's got to cheat. And I mean, if it says 22,000 steps, that's how much exercise you got because mm-hmm. the computer says it. So, mm-hmm. you know, you don't even argue with that. I'd, I'd, I'd be down with that. But yeah, the steps are like, you know what it is? It's if you're like a person that, you know, you don't really like to move around that that much. Some people are hyperactive. Some people aren't. It works because there are a lot of people that are like myself that that have weird things with numbers. Like if you not like so much OCD, but if you get like eggs from the store you have to get eight if the volume's on 21 it's got to be on 22 or 20 mm-hmm. you know something like that where like there are these weird number things so if you're close to eight thousand steps you'll get up and walk just because mentally you cannot handle that kind of weird seven number like you need to get to a number so if you don't like to work out like it's a good way to just like at least let your ocd get you some exercise yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does anybody have that? Like you can't. I have, have, I, I, Jessica and I were talking about this. We had Mark Summers in here, the television host, and Mark's got great stories because he has conquered a severe, severe case yes. of OCD, and he's a great guest. Got great stories about Dave Letterman. Mark is the homie. And, we talked on the phone last week. Yeah, he's huh. great. Um, but Jessica and I were talking about this. I have to have all of the temperature settings on my car at even numbers. It's a thing. Yeah. I would. I wonder how many people are just fine with them on odd numbers i it would really bother me like i have to get an even number of everything I, that's weird and just saying that a lot i'm like i probably need stupid, medication yeah. no no al you're right i i broke it recently i i went you know what i like it better when it's on seven this is uh and uh I, I, but I always had it on six or eight, and then I went. This is and stupid. this is your back massager we're talking about. <laughs> That's right. And I went. No, I can. I like it better on seven, so I'm doing that. When mm-hmm. I do the volume on TV, I just try to not look at the numbers, and I kind of basically close my eyes until I hear what I want to hear, and then I just don't pay attention to the numbers. That way, it's like I don't have to think about it. If I don't see it, I don't know. That's odd. 
Well, then it doesn't matter. Then I don't care what number it's on because I don't even know. Huh. Back in the VCR days, I found out how to fix that blinking clock. <laughs> Uh, electrical tape just put right over the phone. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, Al, Al, we got to get to it. Al's job on this show is to make me a little more hip in the world of uh, language. Have you got a new phrase for me, Al? Oh, Tom, I was offended. I'm offended at that question. Of course, I do. You know that, Tom. Uh, you know, there are times when I'll ask you what a phrase means, and there'll be times where I'll tell you a phrase, and then you need to tell me what it means, and that's going to be one of these situations. Now, Tom, let's just say. I said to you the following phrase, like I left my keys. What question would you have asked me for me to say that to you? Wow. Like I left my keys. This does not involve. Think logically. Okay, this does not involve a sexual encounter with a very large woman. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, the old find my keys and I'll drive out. Okay, sorry. Uh, like I left my keys. I could flip a coin in there. Is that, yeah. that big enough for you? Oh, sorry. Like anybody have an idea? <laughs> you went back in there. Like uh, man, I had to go back. Y- like, yes. Oh, nice. Like you're coming right back. Yeah. Oh, but check out the big brain on Josh. Just, really? a, yeah. a, just a lucky guess. <laughs> so the, the that's impl- it. Yeah. So like you, you come right back. Like I left my keys. Oh, I see. Like I'm just running to the store and coming right back. I'm not going to be gone all day. Okay, but you'll need your keys to run to the store. You it's, can walk to the store. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm coming back. It's like a it's that shows how yeah. far yeah. out in the suburbs Tom lives where walking is just for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. People live near their laundromat. They can just walk That's there. right. <laughs> so you'd be like, I love this restaurant. The burger's so good. I'm coming back like I left my keys. Something along those lines? That, Kurt, yes, absolutely. Cool. Oh, very good. Well, thank you. Al. Now, give me one yeah. more. Al. That's a fun one. Yeah. Oh, Tom. All right. Well, this is this is a great one. Uh, let's say, Tom, that uh, you're gonna meet uh, Chick and 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 Jess at a bar, and uh, you walk up to Chick and you say, "Well, where's Jess?" And he says, uh, "She's over there getting sauced up." Hmm. Hmm. Uh, what is he talking about? And it doesn't have to do with alcohol. Wow. Okay, because alcohol sometimes referred to as sauce. Yeah, I think there's an app called Saucy. But back in the day, she's getting all sauced up. She's Um, she's over there just getting sauced up. uh, It's not something as simple as uh, putting on makeup and trying to look all purdy. No, Um, but that's a good guess. uh, All sauced up. Does it mean that she's being approached by a number of of, of men who are... uh, Tom... You hit it. Stop talking. That's it. Somebody's over there spitting game. She's over there. She like somebody's putting the sauce on her. Like trying to see what's up. No, we're not literally. We're not literally talking to you. You're getting sauced up. Yeah, there's no. If you're the ones doing it, you're saucing. Okay, gotcha. Oh, that's a good. Yeah. So you could say I'm gonna go sauce her up. Yeah, or just like you know, you and chick could be talking like, oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to her, and chick could be like, oh, you're gonna strike out, dude. Like, dude. Josh got sauce. Like, you can <laughs> see. I like that a lot. Yeah, you can use it like it's it's like you're that that's like I got I got away with words. Yeah, so I'm Tom, not, I'm not going to say under Josh's bed his T-shirts got sauce. It's <laughs> <laughs> an inside joke. I'm sorry, Al. Um, Tom, I just need to hear you use the phrase "sauced up," uh, doing it to someone and having it 
and and you do you being the one perpetrating the sauce. <laughs> oh, this is quite clear. I uh, Josh and I went to a um, delicious uh, place. Um, had a great uh, great um, lunch, and uh, Josh went up to the salad bar, and I couldn't find him. And it turned out he was uh, saucing up uh, the uh, the uh, young lady who was in charge of the ranch dressing. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a very fancy salad bar where they have yeah. one employee just up at the ranch. Oh sure, yeah, no, it's a good place. <laughs> it wouldn't have had that that mean twist that I thought thrown in ranch dressing. <laughs> I, I mentioned that Josh Tom is getting in shape about great, that at the way. restaurant. He's like, you know, I go to this place. They they don't even have an individual employee for an individual salad yeah. topping. I mean, what is this? What the hell? Is, what are the Flintstones? I like one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, I, I could I could also use it for myself. I tell you what, I'm uh, taking my Kelly out to dinner tonight. And, <laughs> I'll be getting her all sauced up, and then she'll be going, no, you won't. (laughs) You really are taken. (laughs) (laughs) Only a few of us get that. Al, are you on the TV today? I am on the TV. Uh, We got some uh, uh, fun guests. I believe I just looked, but I think uh, Danny DeVito's back on the show today, so that'll be fun. That's great! Uh, wow. Yeah, he and, and you know what? It's Josh. It's so cool. Sometimes, like we, because you meet people, and you're like, "Thank God you're cool." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, where you just you're so. They say that don't meet your heroes, and I, I mean, I'm not telling you guys anything. I'm sure you guys have had people that you're excited about, and you're like, "Oh, you're a guy that needs this in your green room, boo." You know, <laughs> but he's great. Cool, very cool. Yeah, that's always great when you when you have somebody that's famous and they're incredibly cool. And it, ha- it happens more often than not, actually. Uh, the show is Daily Blast Live. Um, are yes. you doing any live uh, comedy anytime soon, Al? I am. I from my Chicago uh, Midwestern folks. If you want to make the pilgrimage up, I'll be at the Comedy Bar in Chicago October twenty first and twenty second. Uh, so get your tickets. I'm going to uh, record finally. Uh, my post-COVID album, I've been working on it for a while, so we need to get this material done with so I can keep writing more ridiculous jokes. But, yeah, so I'm going to be recording that weekend. So if you're anywhere close, come on out, say what's up. Bob and Tom people, y'all show up. All right. A lot of people talk. Now, will this That's be- who's at the show is Bob and Tom people, so I appreciate y'all. Will this have the breakup material? <laughs> yes. You know, the breakup material is so interesting because it's new, but it – it resonates so much with people. Mm. I thought people thought I was going to, they would be like, okay, you're telling a little bit of a tall tale. But I think when you're so honest, like it's disarming, like no one would make that up. So yeah, it, it it's really effective. And it just shows how many people are in super bananas relationships where they could be like, that might have happened to me, but I dated somebody where they could have done that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's out there and there, there'll be breakup material, but, There'll probably be more. In yeah, Al's defense, he, he, he sent me pictures. She indeed uninstalled the ceiling fans. <laughs> oh, my oh. gosh. Oh, ceiling fans sold my bed. Sold my <laughs> bed. <laughs> That's you know what it is? Comedically, it's the, it's I feel bad for you. <laughs> it's the little things that, like, when you list the big things, like, yeah, she stole my sofa and, and my bed and all that kind of stuff, my tape. But, like, it's it's the it's the things that you don't think about in your house, like things you go to reach for. Like, when you get out of the shower and you're like, damn it, she took my Q-tips. You know, like, <laughs> oh, man. Oh. It, that's almost worse. Yeah. Petty. Oh. <laughs> Just Petty. took all the spoons. Took my man shaving stuff. Oh, it's awful. She did. <laughs> no more manscaping for Al Jackson. Al Jackson is one of my favorite human beings. Watch him on Daily Blast Live, please. Thank you, Al. See you, Al. Hey, I love y'all. See you, buddy. Um, coming back. 
We have um, an update on the uh, lunatic on board the plane on magic mushrooms. Hmm. And, Josh, we've got a Bigfoot story for you. The signs are up saying, warning, beware of Bigfoot Okay, at a state park. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Jessica Alsman at the news desk. Hello. Christy Lee on vacay. There's <clears throat> Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Josh Arnold. Hello, my friend. Okay. <laughs> There's Ace Cosby. <laughs> Manning the track phone hotline hot phone. There's Willie Griswold. Yo. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. <laughs> oh, no. We're back like we left our keys. That That's is, great. Did Good I do job. it right? Yeah. Did I do I it don't, right? I don't think so. I didn't, okay. I didn't do it, and I didn't do it right. To speed things along, I'm going to go, yes, it was a perfect thing. (laughs) Thank you very much. You're welcome. Coming up, Sexy Time. With Allie Breen, a very special edition of Sexy Time. It really landed on today. That's nice. nice. Yeah. (laughs) Really. Must be the coffee. Putting some stank on (laughs) it. Also coming up in in just a few minutes, am I correct in saying it'll be the shoo-in of the week? With special guest Joel Muche from Boise, Idaho. He's our uh, week five pigskin pick'em winner. You can be a winner this next week. All you got to do is pick all those games starting tonight. So get your entry in before the Thursday nighter. All you got to do is pick the winners. Go to bobandtom.com slash contest. Right now we turn to Ms. Alsman over there at the news desk. What's happening? Got an update on the man high on magic mushrooms. Federal prosecutors are saying a man who was high on the magic mushrooms caused havoc on a United Airlines flight. According to an affidavit, Mr. Cheru Salvilia began exhibiting disturbing and uncontrolled behavior an hour into the flight from Miami to Washington's Dulles International Airport. Dulles? Dulles? This whole time? (laughs) Mm -hmm. This really rocked your world, It did. I'm sorry. (laughs) Named after... John Foster Dulles. John I Foster thought it was Dulles. Jeff Doles. <laughs> Who's Jeff Doles? Doles. I love that you have a backstory for this reason. <laughs> Dulles, you've never flown into Dulles? I don't recommend it. I did, it. but I just looked at the letters. That's the place that has, like the, has the weird uh, Star Wars buses. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The, mm-hmm. the, the Transport. I, I've never flown into Dulles. It's, no? um, I don't. It's got, well, how do you describe him, Pat? Star like, Wars like transport. Yeah, like the yeah. the wheels. Long legs. <laughs> the bottom of the bus is 10 feet off the ground. Weird. Like it's, an ATAT. It's crazy. Have you yeah. ever been uh, so stupid as to uh, fly into uh, uh, Reagan and then fly out of Dulles but think you're flying in and out of Reagan? Oh, and you oh, go to the And then wrong. show up at Dulles, and, mm-hmm. well, yes, flight leaves from Reagan in about 20 minutes. You better hurry. Something like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, have you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Well, uh, yeah. well the man allegedly, he allegedly broke a piece off a locked lavore, or excuse me, a lavatory door. Not and, a labor- that'd be cool. But a lavatory at Get out of here. There's a laboratory on board the plane. Yeah, that's a duel. We're bringing people back to life in first class. There's ghouls at duels. I'll tell you the story. This jackass is running up and down the plane. He's shoving his face in front of people and just smiling. Like uh-huh. two inches from their face. What a weirdo! Um, well, mushrooms. Eventually, there was a, a cop on board. Fortunately, they subdued this prick, handcuffed him, and uh, he he has admitted that he was uh, consuming psilocybin before boarding the flight. 
Why would you even want to do that? Man. Even if you smart. enjoy that kind of thing, go to a fish concert and do it, not a Spirit yeah. Airlines this is This is the thing. If I were the judge, I would recommend sending the guy back up and letting him deplane at, <laughs> at, <laughs> at 15,000 feet. Right this way, sir. <laughs> We've got oranges for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next trip, he'll be uh, taking the bus. But did you see the part? I'm, let me see if it's in this version of the story. Here we go. Uh, Special Agent Daniel Markley said that Mr. Sevilla or Sevilla, I'm not sure, continued his outbursts, screaming, laying on the floor of the airplane, jumping up, grabbing a flight attendant's breast, and twisting it. Jeez. Apparently trying to uh, dial in Moscow. (laughs) Jeez. Did you ever do that, Josh? The tune in Tokyo? The tune in Tokyo thing with a lady friend? I have, uh, you know, I've not. I've not done that. You never have? I would assume actually said the words, tune in Tokyo. (laughs) I've never heard... Heard that you know phrase, but I know what you're talking about. Yes, it would be a it would be an intimate moment with you and your breasts and some hands that weren't yours. You've you've said tuning in Tokyo to the person. No, yours truly. Yeah, God no. I was just hoping that Willie you're... says he has said it. I am a huge fan of a bedroom bit. I love a little bad joking around. Guaranteed, I've I've done that this week. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a good time. Loosen nice. up in there. Have a, have some fun with your There's lady. Plenty of fun. You should have fun. But I thought you meant like you just did it. Uh, not in the throws, like in the playful throws. Oh, no, no, Like no, on a no, playground no. or whatever. This is like a little like pre-bed goofing. That's all we're doing. We're having fun. I'm Being doing silly. A, I'm doing an English accent, maybe a Borat voice. I'm okay. Having, right. I'm having a fun well, time. Well, I'll check yeah. the oil if you and, got to, whatever. And but if, like, this is, if this is a word, fun. consensuality, if that's a word, is, is a factor with that. Exactly. In this case, this guy's just a, a deranged jackass. <laughs> yes. And again, I know that I don't know much about physics, but I they can't open the door and kick this guy out, which would have been fine with me <laughs> that or have a thing that drops them into baggage hope you don't freeze a-hole <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> you, you get to ride with everybody's suitcases uh, anyway he's we have an update in the talking head song really cool. he's high on mushrooms out of his seat screaming the miles in his bare feet so they cuffed his hands to his chest after he grabbed the flight attendant's breast uh, He's a psycho flyer <laughs> What the hey He's f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-f-
from Boise, mm-hmm. Idaho. He's winner of week five of the Bob and Tom Pigskin Pig Skin Pick'em Competition. I was so close. Uh, uh, <laughs> Here he is now. Uh, uh, do we have Joel on the phone? Oh, hey, yes. Joel, can you hear me? Oh, say, say hello. There we go. I can okay. hear you fine. Okay, well, you're going to get to talk with Mr. Chick McGee for the shoe of the week. Joel, congratulations. You've got yourself a big green egg mini-max. Well, thank you much. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got 15 of 16 games correct, and you uh, wow. won the tiebreaker. So congratulations. Are you, are you a big NFL fan? Uh, somewhat. Okay. Uh, you uh, a little bird told me you're a Buffalo Bills fan, man. I think this might be your your guys' year, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think so. I think Josh Allen will take it there. Yeah. All right, I think okay. he will. Well, good. Well, uh, right now the way this show works is uh, Mr. McGee has picked several games where he thinks that uh, the uh, sports analysis of uh, that's those not true at in, all. In the no. Okay, don't uh, listen to him, Joel. Hi here. <laughs> Uh, the big uh, the big game in the NFC East this week, uh, the Dallas Cowpokes uh, visiting the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, wow. uh, Dallas getting seven in Philadelphia. Of course, the Eagles, the, uh, the the home favorite there. Who do you like, Dallas or Philly, sir? Well, as much as I would like to say Dallas, I'm going to have to take Philly on the points. No kidding. Well, now Dallas is getting plus seven, so Philly has to win by more than seven. See, that's the problem. Right. Well, they could. Okay, mm-hmm. is that what you're saying? Philly's going to – okay. I, yep, okay. I think they will. I'm uh, I'm thinking the same way, only the exact opposite. Uh-huh. I'm thinking <laughs> Dallas plus seven, Tom. Okay, I think I Philly you. wins, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be a close one, right. as my mother would say. And then the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Buffalo Bills. The Bills have waited all year for this one, kids. Uh, and the Chiefs are a home dog. They're getting three to the Buffalo Bills. As if I have to ask this question, who do you like, Buffalo or Kansas City? Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo minus the three, Tom. Mm-hmm. I am also taking Buffalo minus the three. I think they win uh, there at uh, well, Kansas City. Well, why don't you City. guys just get married? And then uh, <laughs> well, he, you're already married, aren't you, Joe? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you have that sound in your voice. <laughs> uh, it, really does. uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, no. <laughs> there you go. Attaboy. And then um, the Cleveland Browns, Tom's team. The Cleveland, uh, we don't care who our quarterback is as long as we're winning. Uh, they host the New England Patriots. Who do you like? And, and uh, the Patriots are getting three in that one. Who do you like, New England or Cleveland? I'm going to have to go with Tom and Cleveland. Oh, that's exactly right. We are going to have to get married. I'll take Cleveland minus the three against uh, New England, and that's the uh, that's the shoe in this week, Tom. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Joel, uh, uh, congratulations on winning the Big Green Egg Mini Max. Yes. Um, you live in beautiful no, Boise, Boise, Idaho. Oh, beautiful part of the mm-hmm. oh, my yes. goodness, Very crisp air. And, oh man, are, are you a, are you a skier? Oh no, there's there's no good reason to put me on skis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, there you go. Okay, Tom. Yeah, you know, uh, did you uh, physics and physics and skis are just not a good thing for me? <laughs> How about fishing? Do you like to fish in the beautiful? Oh, world? absolutely, fishing. is that's where I made all these wonderful picks. Is out in the boat. Oh, how nice! Oh, there you go. Now we're talking. What were you throwing? So, uh, we were uh, doing a little fly fishing, a little bait fishing over in eastern Idaho. Very nice. Did you hear that news story about the guys in Lake Erie, near Cleveland, Ohio, that were caught cheating? 
putting lead weights in the fish for the weigh-in during a, a walleye competition? As a matter of fact, I did. We talked about that in the boat as well. Yeah, I bet. I bet. While you were stuffing fish with lead weights? <laughs> uh, no, no, just the walleye play. <laughs> now, do you uh, eat the fish that you catch? Yes. Okay. You read Absolutely. A, you ever had a shore lunch? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told Jeff I was going to do with the green egg. Oh, nice. Take it out there. I didn't know that. Well, how cool. Well, Joel, thank you and congratulations. See, we all have to bend to his whim. (laughs) We've all incorporated shore lunch into our lexicon. I just can't take it anymore. And by the way, we had a lovely boat day over the summer. We got sandwiches from the deli, folks. We do not have a shore lunch. Oh, nothing better. You get some uh, some kind of animal fat, big cast iron pan, two go. inches deep, scalding hot, could kill anybody if yeah. they stepped in it. <laughs> and then you put your fish in there. That's you fry them up. Joel, congratulations! You yes. sound like a good guy. Um, and, well, thank uh, you. Did you take your wife fishing with you? Uh, no, of course yeah, not. No, that's what I figured. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 you have that sound in your voice. You're very happy about fishing. I'm scare the fish. Yeah. I want to see his Robert Wagner impression. <laughs> took one of his sons with him. Oh, hey, Joel, thanks. And I'll urge everybody to enter the contest before tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. You, you can get in for um, the, you You won week five. It'll be week six, starting this evening in the NFL. <laughs> thanks, Joel. Appreciate it. See you, Joel. Happy uh, casting. I like to like Joel already. Now it's time to uh, go to my right. You're right. What? Uh, <laughs> most of the time. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hated that. It was it's, very funny. It was well done. But I hated it. It's Jessica Alsman, and there's a story I picked out just for Josh because uh, it's about your favorite thing, Bigfoot. Pennsylvania authorities are saying that signs warning of Bigfoot that have been posted in some of its state parks are just a hoax. No. According to PenLive, the official-looking posters say a slew of recent encounters <laughs> with the cryptozoological creature call for an extra level of caution. Sure, sure. Wesley Robinson from the Pennsylvania Department of Natural Resources said these signs were not posted by the agency. Robinson added, Bigfoot is not real. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, you can't say that, man. Right. Local Bigfoot believers say the hoax damages the work that they do. Yeah, well, it absolutely so does. It makes light of important uh, huh. scientific research. Uh, Josh, I'm looking at one of the signs. This is, first of all, they look completely real. They've got the uh, <laughs> Department of Conservation and Natural Resources sources logo. <laughs> but what really sells it, they're in English and Spanish. Oh, that's oh, funny. Wow, yeah. They really want to make sure everybody uh, is aware. And in Spanish, you, I, can't, I can't read the Spanish part, but the, when it gets to the term Bigfoot, the Bigfoot word is in English. Grande pie. I assume that there is a I'm, there has to be a Spanish version of Bigfoot, right? There's one in every country. Well, the chup- chupacabra, chupacabra is a is uh, different cryptozoological creature. Okay. But, uh, right. yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Hilarious. Whoever did this, <laughs> uh, these signs are all they're on trees everywhere. I would argue the Sasquatch needs signs saying, watch out for the people, because uh, okay. oh. let's so be honest. Would your point be that it's possible that Bigfoot himself put the signs up? Yes, as a to sort of keep people away, sort yeah. of a beware of dog type uh, sign. It'll be yeah. like a like a ruse in order to get the knowing as smart as Bigfoot is that knowing that the uh, Department of Conservation will declare it a hoax. You know, I 
freeing the Bigfoot. I see what you're doing here. I, I, there's a mocking, <laughs> mocking uh, there's, uh, there's tone. A tone. It's no yeah. fun. And, um, a definite tone. It's unappreciated. Yeah. And quite, 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 quite unhelpful. Tone. I will say this, and I don't mean to get political, but I just want to say that the Bigfoot has spent more time in Pennsylvania than Dr. Oz. Unfortunately, I don't know enough about that uh, race. Hey, to, you, know uh, those, uh, you know those speeches you give us every week about not being political? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know enough do about think, it. But do you think you might want to attend one of those? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, then I will have... say this to be even, but his opponent looks like his dad is Bigfoot. So there we go. <laughs> okay. he's, got, he's got the weird facial hair going. Why can't we have fun? with this imagine bigfoot going to the hardware store asking yes. where their staplers are that go on trees yes. that's a yes. good time it's yeah. fun for the whole family how would you affix poster board to <laughs> an oak that's i just right. want to see bigfoot speaking spanish <laughs> <laughs> well, what a great touch whoever did it that's funny that is very very government-like and very funny what else is happening at the news desk jessica an adult-only event will bring a different brand of entertainment to the benton county fairgrounds this month in arkansas the Testicle Festival will be up and running October 21st through the 23rd. There will be beer, 14 bands, a wet t-shirt contest, and the Undie 500. Is that right? <laughs> the Undie 500. Okay. We're com- oh. I love it. Undie 500, where competitors race tricycles in their underwear. Well, that's one race you don't want the skid marks to be too uh, wow. visible, huh? A weekend pass <laughs> costs... <laughs> There's a concession where they sell, they, they sell the bicycle seats afterward to raise money for charity. Uh, it's only going to cost you $19 for those not camping on site. So Are they serving up the uh, Rocky Mountain oysters and the like? The is signature dish is prepackaged, okay. sliced and breaded bull testicles, yes. More than one ton of bull privates will be served over the weekend. Would you eat one? No. No. It's I've they're good. They taste just like uh, breaded. Anything. Yeah, anything that's uh, quite good. I mean, breaded, breaded and deep fried. This. It could be liver. I, I, the ones I've had were pretty bland. There was no really. I, the, the ones I've had were very flavorful. Hmm. I really? loved them. Yeah, oh, dipped okay. in a little cocktail sauce, and uh, you want to slice them, Jessica? They're not like Cadbury eggs. Oh. Where you <laughs> bite into them, and there's a. Although no. you can, uh, feeling, uh, <laughs> oh. you, you can kind of use them since they are like, as you said, sliced. You can kind of frizzy them and do like nutsack cornhole. Oh, <laughs> nutsack <laughs> cornhole. Like that is a you gotta write that down. It's a game, you know. They, yeah. got, the, they got that big hole there. Uh, well, thank you very much. Uh, uh, what's coming up, Josh? Uh, that is a. Oh, you know what. Sexy Town. No. Starring Allie Breen. Doing it. Sexy Town. We're doing With it. With Allie Breen. <laughs> That's correct. Oh, you got ready for it? Been waiting all week. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up, it's Sexy Time with Allie Breen. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Jessica Olsman at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hi, Chick. Josh Arnold at the sidekick chair. Hello. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Manning the track phone hotline hot phone. I'm Chick McGee, and here's... Tom Griswold. Speaking of hot, we're going to hook up with uh, Allie Breen. She's a sexy lady. That's why she's the host of Sexy Time. Well, there she is right there. She heard everything you just said. I didn't know she was on the screen. I did. I heard it all. Sue him. Um, (laughs) Allie, where on earth are you? (laughs) You'll never get this one. I'm in Stanford, Connecticut. I'm uh, doing an industrial commercial about sexual harassment. Oh. Okay. Well, it looks it's like you're rapid. doing something. It looks like you're doing something about radiation. Uh, I know. <laughs> I don't know how to get the lighting right in this room. I feel like the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> <laughs> you're very red, but you look lovely yeah. as always. Yeah. So, is this a, a is this an acting gig? 
It's an acting gig. Yeah, they have these commercials that are just for companies. You know, they do sure. it within a company. They show them. So I'm doing one of those. Yeah, yeah. I know. They make me watch them all the time around here. It's going to be very exhausting. Now, are you the one being harassed in the video? Um, one of many people being harassed in the video. Yeah. Okay, wow. It's that's light harassment. They just say something inappropriate, and then I think people get tested as to what level or if it's actually a, hmm. a an appropriate or inappropriate. Yeah, we genuinely have to do it every year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're you guys be- have to do that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but you're being on You guys sh- fail every year? <laughs> I was just going to say. Hey, Jerry, what she said? She's funny. Turn her off. <laughs> uh, being on this show, Allie, may be by definition sexual harassment. Uh, before we get to uh, your segment in which people can uh, write Allie, by the way, it's A L L I B R E E N, Allie Breen. Tell us your love troubles. Allie, we were talking about um, earlier today. How did we get to this? Oh, we were talking about Randy Johnson, the famous baseball pitcher, who is now an excellent photographer, by the way, and he's photographing NFL games. But with a name like Randy Johnson, and you may not know this, but his uh, nickname was The Big Unit. And, of course, Randy being (laughs) slang for horny in the U.K. and Johnson being universally recognized as a reference to the male member. We were just pleased that Mr. Johnson chose not to go into a career in pornography. But uh, once we got onto that topic, I got this letter. Uh, Dear Bob and Tom show, the first porn I ever saw was at a friend of mine's house. He found an 8mm film of his dad's. We set up the projector, didn't have a screen. We watched it on the front of a big white refrigerator. To this day, (laughs) I get a little turned on, a warm feeling. When I see a frigid air, oh, wow. that's, called wow. Im- that's called imprinting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the rest of his life, he walks in and sees a white fridge. He thinks of that porn. Oh, wow. Okay, now, um, Allie, I know. Thank the- God, people mostly have chrome fridges at this point, uh, or whatever that yeah, silver but, color is. Well, yeah. Chick was saying, interestingly enough, that you're having trouble finding a metal refrigerator that you can put the magnets on. I found one, but it uh, it was a three or four car finagle. I can uh, call finagle. You can I can tell you that. Pretty yes. liberal with the phrase interestingly enough there. <laughs> josh i'll explain how radio works um the idea here is to is be interesting yeah to be All interesting right. and i think so it's fascinating that, that you could see ali brought up the fact that most refrigerators now are uh you know stainless steel perhaps. what is yours do you have that, that uh, i have stainless steel like, yeah, 70 zero p green no no stainless steel okay, yeah. okay. well ali let's get to our letters and get josh interested Dear Allie, my boyfriend has peed the bed twice when he stayed over my place. We drank a lot the first time and it was kind of funny, but the second time was just straight up no reason pee. Also, I had to clean up both times after him. Now I'm mad at him, but I'm worried about fighting with him because my friend told me it would be shaming him. What should I do? Okay, now we happen to have a couple people in the room who, and I'm not trying to be mean here. Uh, but no, you both, don't uh, I'd hate to see if you try. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> both Josh and Pat have suffered. What's the technical word for this? Nocturnal enuresis. Nocturnal. Yeah, I was a bedwetter. Oh. Yeah, and uh, until I, when? Uh, well, on a regular basis Last until. Week. Boy, I, I honestly don't remember the maybe ten, eleven, somewhere around there. But mm-hmm. it has happened to me as an adult, and uh, mostly when drinking. It's only happened a handful of times, but once was with a girl. And uh, like a one night stand, and I had to, but I stayed and cleaned. 
Okay. I, I, I did her uh, laundry. So this so. guy, this may be a medical issue. So I think she, I think she should. Don't you think she should address it in the sort of most sober kind of nice way and go, "Hey, by the way, I was reading about this. You may want to look into." She it. should talk to him. Yeah, there's no reason to get mad at him. You can get mad at him for not wanting to clean it up, though. I think that's fair. Yeah. Like, there's no point in acting like it didn't happen. You're like, "Hey, right. this happens. I understand." But like, don't just expect me to take care of it because I'm not your mommy. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. You're not seven. By the way, you had a nightmare. By the way, you about comforted. not wanting to be somebody's mommy. I Excuse me. I, I don't know if they have a thing about it or just not. Just now, there's a truck driver somewhere. When you said I'm not your mommy, has to pull over oh. yeah. right now and take care of business. That was, oh. very, that was very sexy. Uh, yeah. What I don't know, Allie. What do you think? I, yeah, I'm with Jessica on this. She shouldn't get mad at him, but I think she should be like, "Hey, stay and clean this up if you're going to do this." consistently it's probably your issue to yeah clean. yeah I, I would imagine a, t- a talk with a medical professional would be in order i don't know anything about this but but if he doesn't offer to help clean well then you issue. can shame him sure. after that okay. <laughs> uh, you just know just know that typically shaming him will cause him to do it more often mm-hmm. and she could just make the bed with um like those gallagher tarps Oh, they yeah. used to put over crowds, just put full plastic yes. on the bed. Big Daddy, seats. he puts down newspapers for the kid that keeps peeing the bed. Again, none of this will help. I would recommend a medical professional, frankly. Yeah. Get him a diaper with the Transformers choice. on there. That could oh, be fun. Oh, that's cool, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, those pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Do, they make, do they make cool adult diapers with, like, logos and stuff? Oh, like your favorite team logo? or That'd be fun. I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, no, I know. I mean, because, I mean, adult diapers are funny until you need them. Right. I'm not there Well, people yet. would actually wear those two games, I bet. Yeah. So that uh-huh. they could pregame without going. You'd have a bunch of guys wearing, you know, cowboys diapers all day. <laughs> right, uh, right. That's true. They wouldn't have to get up to go to the bathroom. Yeah, it's a Pacers yeah. diaper. But in another way, it's a piston diaper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, piston huh. shorts. Uh, Allie, I can bring Willie into this. He probably doesn't remember this, but uh, I am of the age in which... Um, um, I had children when they, in sort of the era they invented the swimming, the swimming diaper. In other words, they were special oh. diapers designed to go in the pool. Because that seems it, impossible. Well, no, but they were. It was a. It was a really cool design. Because prior to that, if a kid went to a swimming pool in a diaper, it would kind of blow up. So this yeah. company developed these diapers designed to be for little kids to go swimming, but. In the beginning, and I'm sure someone out there remembers this, they were all the same. It was a two-tone, so it looked like you had this swim team of two-year-olds all wearing identical oh. – all wearing these identical diapers, running around the pool. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, they, they now have several brands. but uh, Let's get back to it. Allie Breen, it's sexy time. What else you got? Dear Allie, I recently had a colonoscopy. The nurse had striking gravitas and was very generous and kind and so easy and fun to talk to. Very cute and age appropriate. Is it okay to go back and ask her to coffee? Sure. Yeah, why not? I kind of don't know what the term striking gravitas means, but... uh... I mean, mean, professional spoke with... uh... (laughs) No, I think performed with... uh... Perform oh. the colonoscopy with gravitas is what I would well, think. That's how you would want it to be. Yeah, yeah. but you don't. Yeah, you don't want the guy going. Joker okay, the airplane's coming toward the hangar. Got it in the hole. What now, about if you say, "Oh yeah," while she's doing that? Is that, is that a problem? Or? Are you going to do this the mature way and just go back to the hospital, or are you going to do this like if it were Joey from Friends and break your back or get another injury so you can go back and get the same nurse? Oh, What's your you plan go. here? Yeah, so, yeah, that's my question. Mm. Oh, go ask her for coffee. Yeah, you have every. Yeah, do it. Go back. I know what you should do. 
Have you ever, you've had a colonoscopy, right, Josh? Yeah. And they give you the photographs? Right. Go back there and ask her if she can give you some wallet size and then give her one. That's kind of funny. <laughs> and then give her one. All right, I would just... <laughs> <laughs> they give you pictures of your colonoscopy? Yeah. Yeah. Sign it for. Wow. Um, well, now they huh. now they just, they're digital, but... Right. Yeah, yeah, but you have to pay for them. Otherwise, there's a little watermark on there, and it just looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took mine to FedEx, and they did, did blew them up for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but by the way, it's super important to get your colonoscopy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but yeah, I think it's cool. Sure. So, uh, Willie, you think you should actually physically go back to the oh, facility? No, or? I'm just saying that's how you do it in a sitcom. No, no, that- but I mean, should he uh, phone up the facility and say, hey, can I talk to... Rachel I, or whatever her name. Ah, this is a delicate situation because you don't want to call because then you could look like a like a weirdo. Plus, you're calling her at work. Yes. Well, you're yeah. also. But how do you up how do you show up at work? Yeah, showing up at work is even more. You just go and ask whoever's working that desk, and maybe maybe try to find out if she's even single, and find out some info about her. Sure, snoop. That's uh, that's the way to that's go. That's always good because or you can do something funny. Really presumptuous. She goes, I don't wear my rings during the procedure because hello. Yeah, that makes ah! sense. Yeah. You I could say, hey, by the way, I lost my Ray-Bans. Were they up my ass when you were looking in there? <laughs> so you're going to ask her. No, just uh, get, get a good uh, two weeks to 21 days to try to stalk her and uh-huh. find out what she's about. Yeah, go park in the parking lot. That's follow right. her home. Mm-hmm. Couple car lengths in front of you. Exactly. Cover car. Now, this is a tricky. I don't know how you front would do follow. It's a I tricky no situation. Idea. I honestly think I would walk in and go, hey, I'm so sorry. I, I know you're at work. Um but uh, I wanted to, you know, I had a good time with you the other <laughs> couple of weeks or whatever. <laughs> I'd love to take you for coffee if you're interested. If not, if no worries. By the way, for, with me, I'm going to kill myself. For what it's for what it's worth, um, the great singer and songwriter Kenny Loggins, um, I believe it was his second wife. He met her when uh, she was giving him a uh, a uh, what is it called? Colonic. A, high, a high colonic. Oh, is, colonic. I've had one of those. There is oh. not a story that has been told that you can't ruin with another story. It's amazing. <laughs> I love Kenny Lawrence. Oh, you're the one. Uh, many people he had his day. Certainly, his, his day continues. He's a great singer. I don't singer. think that's true at all. They were trying to release him of some logins. Yeah, during that colonoscopy. Comedian speaks. Yeah. Well, I, I would hope so. Uh, let's get back. Do we have another letter over there, Allie? <laughs> I do, but first I have a little reveal on this one. Uh, whoever is giving the best advice, it'll be taken, because that was our friend Kostaki who wrote that one in. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Wow. Jim to ask out his... Wait, whoa, yeah. whoa. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kostaki's the one who... Got the yeah. Wants to ask out the yep. nurse. Please. Oh. Yeah. Oh, definitely. They had a hot do colonoscopist. Does, does Kostaki yeah, know so that you're telling us this? He does. I would not reveal Kostaki's private information to you guys if he asked me not to. He, yes, absolutely <laughs> okay. knows we're talking about it. I do think we should break more HIPAA laws during the segment. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be fun. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Medical privacy, get out of here. He's got the easiest foot in the door. Add some excitement. He can just invite her to his show. You know, they made a romantic comedy about oh. a guy who met a woman during a colonoscopy. Really? Did you guys see it? What was it? Along came Polyp. Oh, well done, my friend. Wow. You guys didn't watch that one? That's a, that's, that, that's a Rachel joke. <laughs> well, she, Jennifer yeah, Aniston. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, that yeah, part, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Along oh, came yeah. Polyp. Yes, Josh, that did not get the laugh that it deserved. It got the laugh. It, it, it kind of, we, we, we acknowledge the cleverness of it. and... I was uh, so. Uh, this is interesting that this is Kostaki. Yeah, yeah. So this this is like putting. The, yeah, he's putting himself out there. He's putting the bum and bumble. 
Well, then, since he has a little bit more of a known reputation as opposed to like just a complete stranger, and he's got, he should show up with like Starbucks coffee for the entire floor, so he looks like a super nice guy. Well, he'd only bring half the coffee. All his ex is gonna. Uh, <laughs> also, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Thank you. That way, everyone likes him. Like, girl, go out with him. Mm-hmm. This is a. You've got a whole scene here. A cast. I know. And then now we're actually writing. All of a sudden, Octavia Spencer's in it. <laughs> I'm invited to the wedding. <laughs> Excellent. That's actually. That's actually a very. That is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Bring them uh, yeah. some cookies. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, although I'm sure that Absolutely. in that place, brown beverages probably aren't that popular. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I brought you guys some brownie on second thought. <laughs> let's go, oh, with, let's go yeah. with the vanilla latte. <laughs> Boy, this is, I feel bad for the guy who brought cornbread. <laughs> hey, Kostaki, Cake's not much better. Uh, well, Kostaki, we got to talk because there isn't a better joke writer out there. He'll be able to fix all yeah. of ours. Yeah. Uh, okay, Allie Breen is our guest, and uh, Allie is currently starring in an industrial video, uh, but um, she's also a stand-up comedian. Are you working this weekend, or are you still doing your video thing? Oh, I am working this weekend. I am at the Long Beach. I'm at the Beach House in Long Beach, Long Island, with the guy, David Keckner. Oh, He's oh, the whammy yeah. guy. Sure. Yeah, the whammy guy from uh, Office. What, what is that? Anchorman? <laughs> Sorry, I should have better. Anchorman, thank yeah. you. It's I love Dave Sunday Kechner. and Monday. In fact, yeah, uh, he's great. He's um, in my daughter's favorite movie. That camp movie. Oh, I don't know what it's called, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. He plays the head of the camp. Some, I've seen it 10,000 You know, times. That, that description, I feel like I've saw. I've seen it. No, <laughs> Willie knows it. Maybe Allie can send a, get a picture with Dave and send it to you for, to show uh, your oh, daughter. Oh, that'd be great, yeah. Oh, I will for sure. And he's also doing a, a night of office trivia. So it's going to be, I think, three shows and one office oh, trivia. That's fun. Uh, yeah, he was on the office. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. He's, he's a really nice guy. Hacker? Is that his name? He did get divorced, didn't he? Wow. Yeah. I think he's... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm hosting office trivia. Come on out. <laughs> I would love it. Tell tell Mr. Kechner that Finn says hello. He's she loves Yes, him. I will. I'll get a picture for sure. Okay. Um we can squeeze in one more quick letter if you've got one. Absolutely. Dear Allie, my boyfriend gets really mad at me about stuff that I did in the past, and he'll block me on Instagram and Snapchat to punish me. Ew. Sometimes he'll even block me on his phone so I can only email him. What do I do to get, get him out. to stop? Get out. Break, Break up with this wow. guy. Leave. And give me his info. <laughs> yeah. And I just, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Or I'm sure tell us all what his all info is. Handled, I'm sure you like him, and I'm sure he does have some positive qualities, but that's, just get out. No, yeah. that is. That's a child. A you're, you're not in seventh grade. Right. You're dating a boy, not a man. You need a man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's Thank right. you, Josh. That's, you yes. have any uh, men in mind, Josh? No, no. I'm not putting myself... Yeah, it's uh, a shame you don't work with any. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Only oh, ace, uh, we're not men, are we? <sighs> Very soft hands. Look at these. Uh, well, Allie, um, as <laughs> usual, as a much appreciated. It's A-L-L-I-B-R-E-E-N. And uh, yes. send your love troubles to Allie, and we'll try to help. And um, have a great day filming. Yes. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Have you already done, did you already do a day of this? I did a day, but today's only a half day, so almost finished. Okay. Was the harassment pretty serious in the harassment video? All harassment no. is serious, though. They try to they try to make it very no innocuous to see if people think it's okay or not, you know. And basically, the rule is that anything even slightly over the line is inappropriate. Yeah. Hmm. So, I, yeah, it's very I was trying to think stuff. of something just slightly over the line that was inappropriate. Like, is this a steal 
we're working on steel here. That's not the only thing that's hard. Boy, that seems that way over the... Inappropriate, Jessica. My <laughs> goodness. You know what? Here, that seems pretty tame, though. Yeah. So I guess... Actually, and a bad joke. How but, about if yeah. I walk up behind you, Allie, and go... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just more odd. Is that just yeah. odd? Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe it would be something like, um, Allie, you look like you're really sunburned. Can I see your tan lines? That would be that's yeah. inappropriate. And then follow that yep. up with... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's around. Now it's around. <laughs> We crossed the line. <laughs> hey, what does aloe taste like? Can I lick your tan lines? Oh. Oh. That would be bad. Gosh. Yep, that's a bad one. Allie's turning red. These are jokes. No, just kidding. Thanks, Allie. Thanks, guys. Say hi to Dave Keckner for us. Uh, right now, speaking of love. I have a picture with me and Keckner. I'll, I'll give it to you. You can give it to Finn. Or which one was it? Finn. Yeah, she loves. Yeah, the, what's the movie? That's the. He's. It's the summer camp movie. That yeah, she loves. it's a, like a religious summer camp. They're having she fun in there, it. singing about the Lord. Yeah. Porky's Four. Uh, <laughs> Christopher no. Lloyd uh, in Camp Nowhere. It's That's a good one. They really pivoted. Meatballs. Porky's Four. What's yeah, that movie about? Meatballs. It's a more recent movie. What's that really funny one about a camp? Oh, Schindler's List. No. no. <laughs> oh, see, now you've just ruined everything. I was so excited to say Wet Hot American Summer like oh. a fool over here. <laughs> Thank you. Stop it, Josh. Uh, okay. Well, um... No one did mention the the uh, the fact that Kostaki was uh, turned on while um, having. It didn't uh, say he was turned. He may on. have been under. He that. said he was attracted to the technician the, yeah, the, who was playing with his butt. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't. Hey, no, uh, excuse me, uh, Stacy. Uh, you know, speak, I really enjoyed uh, when you were playing with my butt. You know. The, <laughs> The speech you said about a boy and a man. I think we got another boy. <laughs> oh, I don't deny that. When we come back, we have, if we can squeeze it in, Today in History. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. That's Jessica Alsman at the news desk. Hey. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello, Chick. There's Josh Arnold at the sidekick chair. Hello. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Manning the track phone hotline hot phone. There's Willie Griswold. What's up? I'm Chick McGee, and here's here's Tom. Pat Godwin, how's your album doing, Pat? It's doing pretty good. I'm at number ten now. Okay, on the top ch- ten, baby, on the charts. Very nice. And this is an album that'll be picking up steam because oh, it's yeah. all about uh, the holiday season. It's called Christmas Bonus. It's got legs, as they say. Yeah. Uh, and the bonus, of course, uh, songs about other things like, say, Hanukkah or Thanksgiving or uh, Halloween. And we have a video out there, too. Oh, is the video oh, yeah. out there? Yeah, Divorce Guy Halloween. I know that... Um, Noah's amazing. Mr. Haller did a great job on that. Um, Noah Haller, but my phone likes to call him Haller. Oh. But I think Haller's probably closer to being accurate. I thought it was Haller. Uh, I have no yeah, idea. He's I, in I the other room, I hope. Uh... Okay. You just call him Noah, the guy with the beard. Hey, the movie I was trying to think of uh, with Dave Keckner is called A Week Away. It's well, thank goodness we know that now. Netflix. A Week well, Away, to... A Week Away. A Week Away, A Week Away. What a weird song that is. Great tune, but weird. Uh, time now for uh, what, Jake McGee? Uh, today in History... Here's Tom with Today in History. Tom, what number is it? Today's the 13th of October. Well done, my friend. Almost Friday the 13th. And, Almost. Uh, we had an interesting thing yesterday. This is a test, Alzi. This is just a test. Um, <laughs> the White House wasn't always called the White House. The name was changed because the original name sounded a bit uh, lofty. It was mm-hmm. Honky Hut. 
<laughs> it was the mansion, right? Yes. Oh, Masters, James. The, uh, it was called. <laughs> was it just the president's mansion? Think of no. the three uh, parts of government. You got legislative, executive got, mansion. It was the executive mansion. The cornerstone was laid for the White House in 1792. Is that cornerstone? Did it survive the fire and and was was incorporated in so. the original? Or in the new? In the, fair question. Um, and but famously, of course, in that ge- what's the word I'm looking for? in that geographical space, um, also laid uh, Kennedy, Clinton for sure, Nixon probably not. They, they were <laughs> got laid there. A lot Obama, of many presidents. O- o- Obama, I'm supposing probably. I, I'm not sure well, what the rest. They seem of, to have a healthy marriage. Anybody yeah. else? Uh, I think Bush had a good time. He's kind of goofy. You think Bush had a good. Oh, sure, and Laura, I'm sure had a healthy hey, marriage. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, 2010, Chilean miners rescued after 69 days underground. Those poor kids. Well, they were ready to let him out after 68, but they wanted it to be funnier because it was such a heavy time. Yes, yeah, yeah. So the one guy stayed down because both his girlfriend and wife were waiting for him. Yikes. Uh, let's see. In 2016, the great Bob Dylan got the Nobel Prize for Literature, which is like giving a pizza place an award for cooking great steaks. Um, happy birthday, Lenny Bruce. No longer with us, sadly. Um, uh, bassist Ray Brown. Uh, Paul Simon, born on this date in 1941. Don't call him Artie's little buddy. He hates that. Call him out. You can call him out. Very, very, very good. Um, and happy birthday, Jerry Jones, 1942. Mr. Jones, of course. That's right. Uh, <laughs> he, he's the uh, coach. <laughs> he, likes that, uh, he likes that glory hole. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Illinois, we always say the glory home. 1962, the birthday of the great Jerry Rice, 20 seasons in the NFL. Yeah, whatever. All right, now. (laughs) Things you missed today on the Bob and Tom Show. Tom opened the show with Baby. (laughs) I hope you remember that, Tom. Do you remember that? Say that today. Very, very lustful baby. Uh, Willie Griswold's alarm clock uh, woke up five minutes before his alarm would have gotten him up, so he just got up. Yeah, I'm a sleepy boy today. I'm so sleepy. Uh, Tom went through self-check at CVS, uh, and he's tried buying an out-of-date power bar, and the computer would not let him, and Tom was fascinated. I didn't know it was on day. I'm glad they didn't sell it to me. Good for them. Uh, Tom's enjoying... Male singers right now, <laughs> specifically the, said, yeah. the association. Been listening to a lot of association, like this one, for example. Uh, uh, here we go. Maybe not that one. You yeah, only listen is. to that if you have a dark secret. That is bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is really bad. Enter the young. Uh, Pat was supposed to do a song an hour today. That did not happen. It did happen. Four today, baby. Count King Chuck. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Get a look at today's show on our YouTube channel.
John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra five to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.